The Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. Welcome to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're loaded down today. A lot going on today. 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday. You're getting new Kanye. Brand new At The Drive-In. And then for your country song, which I'm just going to guess isn't going to sound all that much like country, is this female artist. Paulina Jane is her name, Fantone. Yeah. And the name of the song is Big Booty Country Girl. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, I don't think that's going to be, I don't think that's going to be classic country sounding. I don't know, dude. I'm sure Dolly Parton had a Big Booty Country Girl song at some point in her career, right? I don't know about that one. I, <laughs> I think that's that's speculation. I don't, I don't think that's happened. There is, now, look, we don't have their song today. But maybe you know, maybe I'll see if we can find one. Maybe we'll add a fourth song. Okay. But there is an artist in, and they're considered to be country that I want you to hear because it's a country duo rap group. Nice. And they're called Moonshine Bandits. A little bit of hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they call it. That's like the term for it. Is there's a thing? Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Country, country rappers and like that, that southern, uh, you know, country rap. Florida Georgia lines meets flow rider sound. There's a yeah, there's a uh, yeah, there's a floor bama group or something yeah. that, that, that does the same thing. A I, uh, yeah, the Moonshine Bandits. They're uh, oof. <laughs> they dude, they did all right. The Moonshine Bandits and I think Colt Ford. Yeah, had yeah. redone. Um, You'll know they did a song called Mud Digger. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a ripoff of a Gorilla Zoe's Hood African American. Yeah, Hood African American. That's one of the beds we play, by the way. Yeah, and it's a great bet. It's a great dude. That was a great Gorilla Zoe song. It was a great song. And they took it and they turned it into Mud Digger, and it's not so good. <laughs> are they calling him a gorilla? What are they? I know. I was about? like, when I heard it, I was like, bro, that's a little close. Yeah, it is a little close. Though. <laughs> I've got really high expectations for New Turk Tuesday. I think it's going to be good, man. I really do. I, uh, what, ma- I, what makes you think you think it's going to be so good? Can't wait to hear New Kanye okay. I, I, featuring all, Kid Cudi and all the the drama that's kind of surrounding him right now. And so, Kid Cudi, you know, and yeah. Cudi, Cudi, Cudi as well. Um, uh, at the drive-in, one of my favorite bands of all time. Love those dudes. Saw them at Rock on the Range. They were the best thing at Rock on the Range this year. They're um, really good. First new music in like I think almost twenty years. It's like got to be over fifteen years since that since that second album of theirs came out. And, Is that uh, right? They oh, haven't been active. Yeah, dude, they haven't that that Rock on the Range show that I saw them at. That was like one of their first shows in over a decade. So yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they've 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 been they've been on the shelf for quite a while. So I'm oh, re- I hadn't known that. I'm really excited to hear that and and you know what what they've got there. And then uh, big they're booty, good, big booty country girl. And it could be great. Who knows? Uh, still got time to get a local in. Okay. If you're in a local band, if you're a rapper, maybe if you're in a band, singer songwriter, whatever, send me your stuff before nine o'clock. It stands yeah. right at wrqk.com. We'd love to get you on the air. And then, uh, buddy, eight thirty. We're going to talk to a guy, uh, and y- 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 I'm going to lean on you here, okay? Because okay. I because I don't know much about this, but apparently his name's Johnny Attitude, and he had wrestled for the WWE for a while, and now he I don't know if he's the owner operator or if he's just like uh, you know the, the well the mouthpiece for it, but it's it's all right. I want to make sure I have this right. Is it Micro Championship Wrestling? Correct. MCW. MCW. It's MCWNation.com. Micro Championship Wrestling. It's this is and, and again this is how they list it. So don't at me and don't email me telling me I'm you know I'm disrespectful. Midget Championship 
wrestling. Yeah, half the size, twice the violence. Isn't there it? it is. It's the best way to sum the whole thing there up. There it is. Man. And I, honestly, man, I'm really excited. Uh, Johnny Attitude, I remember him from WCW. That's kind of like the, uh, the, 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 the time that I remember him from. He fought Goldberg, right? Yeah, that was his big claim to fame. Okay, okay. And uh, Oh, that's why the logo looks just like the WCW logo. And he's full size, so I don't know if he's just like... Does he fight the midgets? I don't know if he's fighting them. I don't know if he's helping them get things up high off the shelf. I don't know if he's... if he uh, What he's doing. If he's, he's the one like bodyguarding them or pimping them out or what Dude, he's doing. Dude, that's awesome. It's not a ladder match. It's shelf <laughs> matches. Put, put the championship belt on top of the refrigerator. Which one of the midgets gets it first? Oh, that's... Oh, funny. So, yeah, I'm excited to talk to him today. Yeah, as and the reason why we're doing that is, I mean, let's be honest, nobody wants to talk to Johnny G at all, but, like, <laughs> Buzzvin is uh, is hosting Midget Championship Wrestling this evening. So you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to catch that out at Buzzvin. Here's the thing. I normally go to bed pretty early on a weeknight, right. but I think I might have to go home this afternoon, take me a little napper, and then, uh, and then head up there and check this out. I could be wrong on this, and we'll check, obviously, but I think the show starts at 8, so it's not like that late. You oh, know? oh, yeah, I can go and watch three matches go home. Right, most Buzzvin shows, it's like, all right, well, 10 o'clock, start show time. Show up at 1. No way, dude, right. no way. But for this, I mean, I feel like uh, it's no, probably... it should be pretty early. Yeah, it's probably well worth doing. And I think I could be wrong on this, too, but I think it's like a all ages family friendly uh, oh, show I would think. too. So, oh, I would think. Well, it could be dirty. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got a bunch of little dirty mouth midgets running around like drinking. Is that a thing? Yeah, is like, that a stereotype of midgets? Or are they just foul mouth? Stone Cold Steve Austin style, giving each other nut shots, and you know what I'm saying? Drinking beers in the ring. That could be the case too. So we'll have to we'll have to do some investigating. There. I had no idea they were foul mouth. Well, dude, you gotta think. I mean, midgets essentially, you know, stand. I mean, I'd be pissed. Stand-ins <laughs> for little kids. That's essentially what it is. It's like, dude, it'd be so funny if we had little kids wrestling each other in the ring, but there's child labor laws and, and, and morals and things like that. So we, substitu- so we substitute midgets, and they're just, you know, little kids that can, you know, do adult things, so... Wow. Yeah, so it's uh, it's exciting time, Well, too. then there you go. Yeah, MCW. Tonight <laughs> is the night. Downtown Canton, baby. I really am excited. Uh, yeah, no, I think we could pick up on that. I, I uh, <laughs> So here's the thing. I sent you the phone number yesterday for this guy. Right. And I, like an idiot, have forgotten my cell phone at home this morning. So you uh, do you have that text message, right? Yeah, I do. Right. And I, dude, I can't believe. Because we're calling him. Okay. I can't believe you're, uh, you're, you're, you, you left your phone at home, man. I, yeah, I know. Uh, I did it again. You get so mad at yourself when you do this. Sometimes I'll do it, and I'm like, eh, whatever. Life goes on. But Stansberry, for the whole day, is like, son of a bitch, where's my phone? Where's yeah, my phone? I just, I don't like not being prepared and not having everything and and not being ready to go. And and when I don't have my cell phone, it makes me feel like I'm just not ready to go. Right. And so I just, you know, I I don't feel like I have all the preparation. Now, I do. I have the plan that I've written down yesterday for the program. Doesn't sound like it right now, but I totally do. That's all that matters. Um, Speaking of which, one of the things I didn't tell you yesterday, and I'm, uh, you know, this is normally a conversation we would have behind the scenes, but let's just do it. (laughs) All right. Can you have ready for me to go by 7 a.m. some of that Tony Rizzo sound? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tony yeah. Rizzo lost his mind live on the radio. And as a guy who did it twice yesterday, you can <laughs> you can you can hear it and it's like, whoa. And I got to sit and listen to this a little bit yesterday and go, Oh my God, this is what it's like listening to me. Because I was listening to it, I was like, Oh my God, he's crazy. Like he's lost his mind. I know uh, waitingfornextyear.com did a really good piece on it yesterday. Yeah. Scott was the one. That's who where actually, I got it, yeah. Yeah, he authored it. So I will, uh, I'll grab the audio from there. And, I mean, 
I understand a little bit of, you know, what do I want to say here? And not that, you know, the, Tony Rizzo's not a representative of the Browns officially in any capacity or anything like that. But I understand why he has some pride in it and why he feels like he's the one who has to put it on his shoulders and like, well, he's, you know, Cleveland sports guy. And I get that. But, dude, you can't, like, flip your S and then just start threatening people with violence to, like, to like prove your point, man. You just can't do that. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to getting into that. So I'll grab it for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 7 o'clock, we'll let you take a listen to what Tony. This is all about this 0-16 parade. That's happening. It's all about that. And there's a guy on Twitter who's trying to put this together. And Rizzo hates the idea, doesn't want it to come anywhere close to the idea. And I got to tell you, I think he came dangerously close. And I think his boss will keep him. Tony's probably worth a headache. I mean, dude, they kept yeah. him after that whole domestic violence issue at his house. Like, they well, kept him after that. But that's the thing that, I mean, like, a, a big point here is that, you know. Like, you, I would never be. Dude, if there were even allegations that my wife or my girlfriend had to lock herself in the bathroom and call the cops, I'd be gone the next day. When you have a history of violence in your record, in your public record, I don't know if it's the best idea Threatening to, get on, violence. to get on the radio and be like, hey, I'm going to start attacking people. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's the smartest idea. So we'll let you take a listen to. Uh, from the horse's mouth, Tony Rizzo, 7 o'clock there. Uh, dude, how are you this morning? Uh, pretty good, man. Pretty good. The one thing I will say, and you kind of brought it up this morning before you even got on the air, uh, yesterday we planned our like our, our our holiday vacation, our Christmas vacation. Oh, yeah. And dude, in a hard case of senioritis hit me this See, morning. I, hard case. And what sucks about that is, bro, we still have all of next week. <laughs> like, Well, no, that's not true, right? We yeah. have like um, th- up until Thursday of next we, week. We've got eight days left on us, dude. That's it. Eight more shows for the year, and then the Stansberry show. Dude, go full hibernation mode. So the countdown is on, and also the countdown is also on for the Stansberry Show stocking stuffers. Here's what we're doing. It's every hour on the program up until December the 23rd. We're giving out $50 worth of prizes every single hour. Now, it changes. Now, there's high-voltage uh, carding uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, passes. There's TD Stalegate Grill cards. There's Donato cards. There's Canton Charge 8-pack tickets. This morning, today's the 13th, right? Yes. Yeah. December the 13th. This morning, just a few minutes, a couple of minutes, two minutes from right now. It's bush tickets for January 1st up at the Hard Rock Roxino. So you're getting a pair of those. And now, of course, you know, that'll equal out to about the $50 thing there. And uh, so it's every hour. So you're getting bush tickets at 6 a.m. Canton charge eight pack at 7 a.m. Bush tickets then again at 8 a.m. this morning. And then a Hard Rock Roxino gift card uh, worth 50 bucks at 9 o'clock during New Tour Tuesday, which makes all sense in the world since, uh, you know, Hard Rock Roxino is your sponsor of New Tour Tuesday. So all good, good stuff, stuff right there, buddy. All good stuff. What's the story with you? You haven't even uh, you haven't even spilled any guts. I, uh, dude, I had a very low key uh, day yesterday. I, I spent uh, I, I spent a lot of time playing uh, Battlefield One. Did a little reading for the program. Other than that, I uh, I stayed low key. I just I you know I forgot my phone and I'm a little frantic. I uh, there's normally a couple of people that we get. Uh, th- that I stay in contact with, uh, and-, and I do that through text messaging while the program's on. I'm not going to be able to do that today. And so I just feel, always feel like I know I'm going to go home and I'm going to get the, why didn't you answer me back all day uh, messages. I could play the eight-minute version of Slow Ride next, and maybe you could fly home, come right back. You know what I'm saying? That's eight no. minutes. Dude, we probably do it. No, I care enough about <laughs> I care enough about the audience not to give them eight. What? First of all, <laughs> why do we have the eight-and-a-half-minute version of Slow Ride? We're, this is the – dude, Slow Slow Ride came out in like what 1973 or whatever the hell it was. Like that song's been dude, an edit has been around. Like there's an edit. All right, uh, Twitter already asking me, and we haven't even aired the interview yet. Okay, Twitter's already asking me. Make sure we get a little bit of Rizzo 
slowed a little bit down. And yeah, we will absolutely do Rizzo. I, I, like I said, I listened to this yesterday and I did. I found it at waitingfornextyear.com and I, and I listened to a little bit of it there yesterday and I was like, oh my God, this is what I'm like. I got to change my life around. Like as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh my God, dude, I got to I gotta stop freaking out so much on the radio. I have to stop freaking out about that. So again, 9 o'clock, New Tour Tuesday, 8 o'clock, you're, or 8.30, you're hitting midget championship wrestling interviews, and then 7 o'clock, Tony Rizzo loses his mind. But it's Bush tickets up for grabs right now. Caller 10, 1-800-243-7625. We'll send you to Bush January 1st up at the Hard Rock Roxino. Be right back with more Sandsbury Show. Hang on. 6 9 Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock 1069. Again, 830, we'll talk to uh Johnny is it Johnny Legend? Attitude. Johnny Attitude. Johnny Attitude from MCWNation.com, which is micro championship wrestling. Uh this is midget wrestling. They're gonna be at Buzzbin this evening. And here's the cool thing: after that interview, that nobody's gonna really care about. We, uh, I have, uh, I'm just, I'm just giving them grief. I just, I'm not a big wrestling person. But uh, Mike, the owner of Buzzbin, reached out to me yesterday. He's like, "Yo, man, thanks for having them on." He's like, "In, uh, I'm willing to give out two pairs of tickets during that interview." So after that interview, if you're interested in checking out. Midget Championship Wrestling. We'll pass out some tickets for that as well. Yeah, I'm I, totally, go- I'm totally going. I was gonna say, I think everybody's gonna be interested in checking out MCW. I gotta see it. I'm looking at their roster right now. They've got the Mini Sheik, uh, King Samoa. Dude, if I don't get a picture with Huggy Cub, <laughs> I got a problem. He's like a little mini pimp, Huggy Cub. You know, and dude, some of you might not get that reference. It's very funny. It's uh, you know, from Huggy Bear, from uh, you know that that old seventy. What's the name of that show? Starsky and Hutch is what is what's that's from. That's so funny. There's a little, and I'm surprised this. Okay, again, I've been saying it for a few days now while talking about this. I'm surprised you can get away with saying midget like this in today's day and age. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. Is this a case of they're allowed to say it or not? I don't know. I'm, that's not open that can of worms. It's six thirty in the morning. Why do I put an A on the end of it? Jesus. <laughs> Makes it better, right? No, they're still going to punch you. I, uh, but, like, in keeping with true wrestling fashion, like, it's super, like, all the characters are, like, over the top. Like, there's a mini Sheik, Huggy Cub, which, again, cracks me up. Cowboy Kid Quick, which is, like, a, a think, Cowboy Kid Rock thing <laughs> hybrid that's happening. And then there's Sun Shine, and I believe he is to be made up to be an LGBTQ Wrestler. Yeah, he's an alphabet soup wrestler, it looks like. He, uh, he's definitely uh, uh, flamboyant, to say the least. So it'll be a good time tonight, man. And King Samoa, and there's a little Lieutenant Dan there. Pro wrestling, not exactly known for its sensitivity. Dude. Not and at I guess all. that's why Linda McMahon got a position in Trump's, you know, in Trump's administration. Hey, you're mean to people, right? Yeah. Enough with this PC bullcrap. Uh, dude, I'm looking. I'm looking at the picture section at mcwnation.com, yeah. and it's funny. It is. It's funny. There's something about like Hulk Hogan's totally behind this, yeah, right? Like yeah. he's totally in bed with this on some level. Well, and you know the Hulkster, he uh, he's he's willing to get in bed with just about anyone. You know, he'll make that Ooh. sex tape with your wife. Ooh. He doesn't care. He's also willing to say some inappropriate things too. <laughs> oh, remember, remember, oh yeah, remember that. Speaking, speaking of, can we just put an A on it and say it too? No, you cannot. <laughs> no, you cannot. Hogan. Get out of the WWE Hall of Fame. No, you can't, Hogan. Forgot about that. Yes, yeah, see, I'll never forget about that. Jeez. Running that audio down that ruined my childhood when we ran that audio. I was like, oh my god, dude, Hogan was like my biggest hero when I was a kid. 
I had the Hulkamania shirt. I was eating the vitamins. I had everything going on. So, midget championship wrestling tonight. Buzzbin. We'll get you hooked up with tickets around 830. Talk to Johnny Attitude. Now, he's not a midget. Johnny Attitude, I don't want to say regular size or normal size. That sounds offensive, but he's... He's standard wrestling size, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he's he's a normal height person. Oh, well, good. Good times. All right. So the holiday season's around, right? Yeah. And uh, this is the time of the year where where everyone kind of gets that you know I should do something nice for somebody else kind of mentality. Even me. Well, people only need help when it's cold outside. You know, it's <laughs> that's it. There's no hungry people in the... In dude, the, summer's easy for everybody. Yeah, veterans are fine during the fall. There's nothing to worry about there. Yeah. Not until it snows. Nobody gets hungry until it snows, that whole thing. <laughs> Nobody needs toys until it snows. And, like, I just did a toy drive the other day with, you know, one of the, you know, local cops here and that, and, you know, I went to the store and I bought, like, you know, $100 worth of toys and dropped them off, and, you know, it did. I felt good for, like, a week after that. And it's just kind of like, it's very easy to give this time of year. You can see it every, every business is doing something right now. And not everybody's on the up and up, but you know, if you do a little due diligence, you'll be able to find a place where you can donate things for kids and you know, you'll probably be all right. Right. But what also comes out this time of the year because of like your giving nature, my giving nature, the giving nature of the people who listen to the program, what comes out of the woodwork then also is criminals, obviously, as they're looking to, you know, capitalize on this time of year. Terrible. Yeah, I think you should probably charge people a little harsher around this time of year if you're doing something awful, like if if you if you're like raiding a charity. Well, hey, dude, if you steal from Walmart, listen, throw the book at them. Yeah, sure, you should totally be punished yeah. for that. But if you're stealing from like you know, like a red kettle, right? Or you're stealing from the the food box that somebody has set up in the break room for the you know long haul against hunger. <laughs> Damn it, I steal, walked right if into you that steal one. Steal from that? I mean, certainly. Damn there it. should be some more punishment. Involved. Dude, I walked right into it. Now here's the thing. <laughs> I, I see. I, it just goes to show you how my brain processes things because I don't. I still don't view that as stealing. I, I view that as I borrowed one cup of Easy Mac and then an entire county of people showed up for thirteen damn hours and built a macaroni and cheese mountain. It's like you know what, dude? You could stack every hungry kid in Stark County on top of one another, and they wouldn't hit the top of that mac and cheese mountain. That's why my brain doesn't view it as stealing. Man, I walked right into that one. Right into it. But video cameras, luckily, were rolling in Canton on December the 4th at Marianne Donuts when a thief was in there. And they say it was business as usual. We had a customer come in. He bought something to drink. He saw Toys for Tots. He took it and walked right out the door. Son of a bitch. That's uh, manager Danielle Brickwood over at Marianne Donuts. The theft was uh, discovered when employees couldn't find the can at the end of the day. And uh, she goes on to say, to me, it was obviously disheartening. It's upsetting to see anyone steal from a charity. Of course it is. Bob Harris runs Toys for Tots for the McKinley Detachment of the Marine Corps League. He says, I've been doing Toys for Tots in Sark County in the past 22 years. In the past 22 years, I've lost three cans. Until this past weekend, I ended up losing five of our cans out here. That's terrible. Jeez, five of them? So he lost three in 22 years, and in the in the last weekend, he ended up losing five. That's drugs. Wow. If that's, I'm telling you right now, that is the heroin problem 
just another just another example of the heroin problem coming home. A, you know, obviously with a heroin I'm epidemic, guessing. it comes comes you know people who are, are 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 not taking care of their children. It comes with people who are getting AIDS and getting you know hepatitis and things like that. And it comes with people stealing from toys for tots, dude. That's terrible. I mean, listen, I completely understand you get in a desperate situation and you feel like, dude, I, whatever I can do to get out of this, and however I can get my my, my next fix, my next high. But you're gonna steal from toys for tots. That's awful. I mean, dude, that is just truly awful. These are, it's not even like you're like stealing from a kid would be bad, bad enough, but you're not even stealing from like some, you know, some like, you know, some kid named Dylan up in, up in North Canton. You're stealing from like disadvantaged children in, oh dude, it's awful. He it's says awful. here, because I love children, this is what gives them, uh, you know, the Christmas in Star County, Bob Harris had to say. Uh, meantime, police are asking the public to take a good look at the surveillance video. Anyone with any information is asked to give Canton police a call. And uh, if you yeah if you have any info on that and if somebody has a way the uh, of how I can reach out to Bob Harris will you let me know that I would like to at least make a small donation to help get some of this stuff back. Now you know you know I don't ever want to be in the business of like well is it the victim's fault here but like is the system of like just having a coffee can on the counter is that a little bit too trusting for for now for you know. I mean, it could be argued that way, I'm sure, but at that point, it's like, well, then what do you do, though? You know what I mean? Like, you gotta, because you, here's the thing, if you're a business and you don't have some type of donation thing in your store right now, people are looking at you like like you're the Grinch, so like, you gotta have something, but I hear what you're saying, like, I don't know, like, I mean, what would you do then? Like a lockbox or something, or something, I mean, I don't want to say, like, you have to put a safe in there, or like, you have to guard it with a gun, but even, like, think about, like, those kettlebell ringers standing outside of I saw somebody stole one of those somewhere in the country this last week. What's stopping me from just, boom, punching the dude and going, you know what I mean, and grabbing and going? I, I just feel touching like, the skin of the person ringing that bell. I guess, but I just feel like that's a uh, there's got to be, a, you know, there's got to be some sort of safety procedure in place. When on an average, you probably have a couple hundred bucks in those things at least, right? Yeah, I'm frozen inside, but even me, I want kids to be able to open presents yeah. on Christmas. Like I like. You know, I, I always talk about that. My parents didn't have a lot of money, but they did a good job of fooling my brother and I into thinking we had money. Right. And especially around Christmas time, dude, Christmas was awesome. And we were saying, I remember saying this for a long haul. When you're six, if you don't get six-year-old victories, then your life just sucks. Somebody else controls when you eat. Somebody else controls when you go to bed. Somebody else controls everything. You have to go to school. You have to do all this stuff. If you don't get macaroni and cheese and Christmas presents, being a kid sucks. Like, so, yeah, if somebody has a way for me to reach out to Bob Harris, like, if you know, I guess I can just Google Toys for Tots in Stark County. I did a lot of work with that organization when I worked in Cleveland. That radio station was in bed with uh, that organization and the military up there. So every year around the holiday, we would do something with them. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's a good organization what they do. It's, you know, putting toys in kids' hands. So, you know what, I'll probably, uh, I'll probably reach out and see if there's a way for us on behalf of the program to donate some toys because that's just terrible. Walking yeah. into Marianne's Donuts and yeah. stealing the dude. They lost. He lost three cans in twenty two years. Lost five last weekend. Terrible. It's disgusting. I don't know how people get away with stuff like that. LeBron James is on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and people think he's making a statement by doing it. We'll get into that next on the Stansberry Show. One zero six nine. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock one zero six nine online for you. WRQK.com. coming up at nine o'clock is New Turd Tuesday. Brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino, Northfield Park there. Brand new Kanye West featuring Kid Cudi. The name of the song is Father Stretch My Hands, Part 2. Part, I'm sorry, Parts 1 and 2. Song's four and a half minutes long. I don't know why he would break that up into two parts, but that's Kanye. That's what Kanye does. Then Paulina Jane, Big Booty Country Girl. Wow. 
And then brand new At The Drive-In, Governed By Contagions is the name of that song. And I hadn't known that. I was, you know, I, I'm not a huge At The Drive-In fan, but I can respect what they do and thought they were all right. I had no idea that they were... Um, Inactive for that long, Phantom. I had no idea about it. Yeah, I mean, I would, uh, I would, like I said, I'd certainly put them on my top ten list of my personal favorites, and uh, I'm very excited to hear it. Hmm. Interesting. Eight thirty. We'll talk to Johnny Legend. Attitude. Damn it. You know, well, the guy's got four <laughs> different. Like I've been dealing because uh, it's Johnny G is how you email him at. You know the the championship wrestling thing, which is how I booked the interview. So, like, I don't know, I can't get this guy's name right to save my life. Johnny Attitude. There's a lot of Johnnies in pro wrestling. Like, there's uh, Johnny Mundo, uh, Johnny Wrestling. I keep thinking of the guy from Street Fighter. Or oh, no, was that? No, it was. It was Mortal Kombat. Johnny Cage. Yeah, right? that's with who the I sunglasses. Keep, yeah, that's who I keep thinking of. Yeah. So Johnny Attitude. All right, it's not Legend Attitude. Damn it. I'll get it together. 8.30, we're going to talk to him. I don't know if the standards of MCW are that high. I'm sure if you call him Johnny Legend, he's just going to roll with it. Like, all right, yeah, I am a legend. <laughs> That's what I should have named myself. That's better. So we'll talk to him at 8.30. We'll also get you hooked up with tickets for that event tonight out at Buzzbin. Is where that's going to be. And uh, Fantone and I both plan on attending that because I just, I mean, dude, it's right down the street from my house. I kind of have to see it. Yeah. How do you not, how do you not go to a spectacle like that? So one of our listeners actually has a story about his dad getting beaten up in a bar by midget wrestlers. (laughs) (laughs) One of our favorite listeners, Donnie, out there in uh, Maslin says, my dad has a great story about, uh, about a buddy getting his ass kicked by a bunch of midget wrestlers at a Canton bar in the early 80s. And I was like, dude, well, you got to give me the story. He said, dude, it's pretty simple. Midgets walk in, guy starts cracking jokes. They warn him to stop. More jokes, ass kicked, friends watched and laughed. Well, dude, you have to think, of course, you versus one midget, you're probably going to be okay. But if it's you versus like 10 midget wrestlers, I don't know if I could win that fight. I feel like I could take two midgets. <laughs> two? Two midgets. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what I mean? Like cheeseburgers. Give me two. I want to, let's do one's not going to do much. Let's get, let's go with two. That's exactly how I would look at that. All right, you, uh, buddy, your boy LeBron James is yeah. on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He was listed as Sports Person of the Year. Now, first and foremost, I thought it was nice of LeBron James not to make a big deal out of the fact that it wasn't Sports Man of the Year. He's Sports Person, doesn't care at all. Okay. And I uh, so thought that was kind of nice there. And uh, he's on the cover of this, uh, you know, magazine. And you know, uh, LeBron uh, very much cares about how he's dressed. He, uh, he, 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 well, he, well, he's into the style there. Yeah, and uh, you know, obviously, when you have a billion know, dollars, I right, would be too. Right? Sure. Yeah, you can you can afford uh, to buy some nice clothes. So at first glance, I didn't notice anything about this cover, and other than the fact that he's well dressed, right? Because that's just what LeBron James does. But uh, he's wearing a nice pair of black slacks, and then he's got like a, a like a white jacket on and a white turtleneck underneath the jacket. Now, on the lapel of the of the jacket, which you could barely see because of the coloring of it, is he has a safety pin on the lapel. Now, some of you know, some of you may not, that the whole safety pin on the on the shirt thing is to tell. Um, it's. Gay, lesbian, and transgender, and pretty much anybody that's being harassed by anybody else, that, that you're your personal safe space, and you know, you're going to be fine around him, right? I, it's essentially that, like, 
you can come to me with something where it's like, I'm not going to judge you and I'm not going to, you know, I don't know if it's so much like, hey, strangers, this is for your friends. I think it's I think it's kind of for all. I think it's kind of like, you know, I'm I'm accepting of lifestyles that might not be traditional. That's not my own. Right. And and it's not necessarily just like, hey, it's only for gay people, but, you know, uh, minorities across the board. I feel like it's kind of a a, a like, you know, if you if, if you see a Muslim getting harassed on public, you know, transportation that you could go to this person i don't i uh i just don't and so now people are upset about this and i just don't get it i don't understand like fine like lebron has been one of these guys from the beginning who's kind of decided he wants to take a role in social issues now i have said and i and i maintain that i kind of wish my sports would just be my sports but it's not going to be that way Right. So even though that's the way I want it, I understand we're not going back. It's not going to go back to that way. Um, it's probably, dude, if you're the kind of person who gets annoyed by this stuff, it's only going to get worse. And so I, what I've decided to do is just go, okay, I would rather they not do this, but what do I care? It doesn't affect me. It's just I wish my sports were my sports and my politics were my politics, but that's the old world and it's not going to be that way anymore. So I'm just going to get on with my day. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, I think there's been a ton of 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 relationships in sports and politics where I mean, you look back as far as Jim Brown, who you know, essentially, arguably the greatest player Muhammad of his generation, Ali. Muhammad Ali, arguably the greatest athlete. Of all time, some people make the argument. People call him the goat routinely. Uh, right. LeBron so, being one of them. And so there you've got three dudes who who are all arguably the greatest of all time at their sport, and these guys were all very socially minded, active people. So you're right. It's not going anywhere. It's, no. Uh, you're not putting that, uh, that pace back. No, in some would say, honestly, that these modern athletes are just now catching up to the movement that was started way back then. But there is, I, I understand, hey, if you think that's stupid, it's like, listen, I'm as liberal as they come, and I'm not walking around with a safety pin on my I shirt. think it's a little, yeah, it's a... It's it's just something I would do. But I don't understand why people are getting so upset about it, at least with Colin Kaepernick. And I don't agree with the sentiment of like, oh, I'm angry about this, but I can understand it. With this, I don't understand. Well, the thing with Kaepernick is it kind of landed the wrong way. It was like, dude, is he being anti-military? Is he being anti-flag? you know, flag? Is he, you know, and it's like, it, it, there were a lot of things there. And with a guy who did not do a great job of explaining himself, it left for a lot of miscommunication in the Kaepernick thing. I don't think you'll deal with that with LeBron. LeBron's very, I don't want to be like, well, he's articulate. Well but, but but I mean, he, LeBron, no stranger to saying, "Here's what my message is." I, I don't think you can misinterpret this like people might have no. with Colin Kaepernick. With Colin Kaepernick, I agree. As offensive, you can't misinterpret this as being like anti-American or anti-Trump or anything like that. But people will, oh boy, he hates America. He's letting the terrorists win, and it's like, dude, I, like I get it. It's not your thing. What are, you, what are you freaking out about? Last week we did a story on the air and and uh, about who was this that were. Oh, they, remember they were telling gay people that they were demonically possessed. Oh, yeah, it, it yeah, was yeah. just it was just demonic possession is what made them, uh, you know, lust after other men. And I remember saying during that conversation, that's terrible. And I can't believe people in this era still think that way. And I remember in that conversation, I said, look, I'm not going to wear a bobby. I'm not going to wear a safety pin for you. But uh, you know what I mean? I'm also not going to push you down on the ground and call you awful names either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't get the safety pin thing, but given who LeBron is. And given everything else he's done, I, I I guess I'm just not shocked that he would be one of the guys to do that. I'm not shocked by that. And it doesn't bother me. 
And much like how, you know, he refused to stay at the Trump Hotel. And I was like, okay. I was like, okay. Like, I I guess I could get it. Would I personally do it? No. But, uh, you know what I mean? If I was a billionaire and I had the, you know, know, that's the kind of influence. That's the way to use your influence. That's perfectly okay. Notice that. And I know people are going to be like, you're just a LeBron homer. You just want to get his back. Well, the difference is between Kaepernick and LeBron James is LeBron James is just doing things for him. He's not forcing it on me. Him wearing that safety pin isn't forcing anything on me. It felt like Kaepernick was trying to force something on me. Whether he was or not, it felt that way. And so I just wasn't wild about it. And again, dude, I, I kind of view the national anthem to be tied in with the military. And I just kind of like, dude, you show those men and women respect no matter what your personal belief is. You show that respect. Now, I understand that's not the whole thing that it was about. It was about police shootings and this and that. He did, a honestly, an effing awful job translating his message on Colin Kaepernick did. He still hasn't clarified all this month later. By the way, still hasn't won. And uh, so there's a little bit of that. But I, yeah, people attacking LeBron over this, I just don't get it. It's like, just once you flip the cover of the magazine over, it's over. It's over. No big deal. Tony Rizzo's losing his mind about an 0-16 Browns parade that's being planned by uh, by some people on Twitter. He took to his own show to vent about it. And when I heard it yesterday, I was like, whoa, this guy needs to calm down. And I think I got a little listen of what it's like to listen to me daily. So we'll uh, we'll run down some Tony Rizzo for you next on The Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9, online at WRQK.com. Coming up at 8.30, we'll talk to Johnny Attitude from Midget Champion Micro Championship Wrestling. Tonight, Buzzman. We'll also have two pairs of tickets to give away for that. And then 9 o'clock, it's New Tour Tuesday, New Kanye and Cuddy. New Paulina Jane, the name of that song is Big Booty Country Girl, and then brand new At the Drive-In, Governed by Contagions. Take a listen to that as well. Interesting. So if you head over to WRQK.com right now, you can check out the Dildo Hoverboard. That's it. No more description. I'm just... If it's something you want to see, it's online. You can check that out. So in the works is an 0-16 Browns parade. And we've kind of talked about this a few times on the show, and we've kind of alluded to it. If it was maybe a little closer, we would maybe think about going. I'm not sure he was going to go freeze outside in, in the freezing cold in the middle of January to go see this or whatnot. But it's a funny idea, and it's kind of like, okay, I get it. This is what Twitter does. This is exactly what Twitter does. Right? And so we kind of just like laughed it off. And some people are having a hard time laughing it off. One of which is Tony Rizzo, local sports guy. And he is out. It sounds to me like they're out live broadcasting live in a, in a bar. And before we play the audio, I'll say I feel like he's trying to play to a live audience a little bit and this is kind of how this goes bad but he becomes unhinged about the Browns 0-16 parade here's Rizzo losing his mind Radu wants to know hey Riz are you planning on attending the perfect Browns parade if they go winless no God, if people hate Fantone as a sidekick, can you imagine if you had to deal with Aaron Goldhammer every day? No, oh, hey, Tony. Blah, 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 blah. That guy's awful. Aaron oh, Goldhammer. Oh. Aaron Goldhammer is the least talented radio person I've ever heard in the Cleveland area. Ever. You guys think I see. Ever. Ever. Radu wants Dude, to I worked. I once worked at a radio station with the morning show Rocco, Rick, and Megalis. And those guys, well, Megalis is 
incredibly talented, but the other two weren't at all. And they had three times the amount of talent. Dude, that kid, there's a video of him jumping up and down celebrating when we drafted Johnny Manziel. That tells you everything you need to know about his sports intelligence. Everything you need to know. Radu wants to know, hey, Riz, are you planning on attending the perfect Browns parade if they go winless? No. Can I, oh, thank you for bringing that up, Ragu. I just checked my watch to make sure how much time I have to talk about this. If you're one of the people out there that is planning a parade for 0-16, I will fight you. Come down and see me right now. I am at Buffalo Wild Wings. You're yeah, going to celebrate love that. my misery for four months? I saw the guy. The guy, one of the guys, came up to me at Dog Pound Drive three weeks ago and goes, Hey, man, we want to come on and talk about it. I said, get away from me. And if you come near me again, I'm going to have Uncle Frank remove you from the president, uh, from uh, the, the premises. He goes, it's for the fans. No, it's not. That is the loserest of all what? loser moves what? I have ever heard in my life. My God, man, have some pride in yourself. Oh, look, Cleveland's throwing a parade because they lost every game of the season. How stupid is that? Oh. How dumb is that? Who thinks that's a good idea? Jesus. I don't know. I, Dude, know. I never noticed his awful Cleveland accent until just now. God. Dude, Rizzo's the most Midwestern-sounding guy I've ever heard in my life. Who thinks that's a good idea? Who thinks that's a good idea? I like how he says take some pride in yourself, too. Like, I define my pride based on the Cleveland Browns. You know what I'm saying? Like, take some pride in yourself. Dude, I've been alive for the last 20 years. I know there's no pride to be found there. I think that's a good idea. Some people have a a good idea. I don't want you on my team. I don't want you on my team. Okay, fans, no, no, dude, dude. I know you've been waiting to tee off on this. We're so just... fans. Don't talk about our. I don't want you on my team. We're fans. We are not on a team. We are the opposite of a team. Yeah, I We're don't... idiots watching at home. What I are don't you get talking it. about Tony Rizzo. I don't get it. Yeah. Hey, don't, don't, I don't want my team. <laughs> Nobody's on your team. You Nobody. Have a team. Right. I don't want you on my team. I want winners, and I want people that want to win. I don't want people that celebrate losing. I've been waiting to get that take off my ass for about a month. Hot takes. We can tell. If you're one of them people that are planning this parade, you better stay the hell away from me, my show, and my family, because I will fight you. (laughs) Who's coming after your family? He will fight you, too. He'll chase you around the whole house until you have to lock yourself in the bathroom and call 911. He'll totally do it. I, I can't fight. I'm old, but I'll give you 10 seconds of fury. What would have happened if somebody would have came and been like, yo, bro, let's start down right now. Dude, I'm telling you right now, there's a bunch of people who want to fight Tony Rizzo. Dude, people who listen to the radio are unhinged. Like, people who listen to the radio too often are a little, un- trust me, I deal with it all the time. They can be a little like, oh, is this going to go sideways? And I'm telling you right now, do you beg people to fight you sooner or later? Dude, if you're out there with your public opinions known like that, dude, half the people who listen hate you. Somebody's going to want to fight him. As a matter of fact, dude, get him on the line. Dude, somebody get Tony Rizzo on the line. I'll fight him. That's all I got. After that, you can kick my butt. I'll back you up. I'll give you about one second of Jewish fury. I got ten seconds. That's all I got at my age. And I'll come for ten. I got one good shot from the Hebrew hammer. No, don't you think? I'm going to, I want to talk about that. Can I give you, can I give you my take on this? And I know it upsets you. The fans have had nothing fun happen for a year. So you're going to celebrate? How about you celebrate your NBA championship? We did. How about we have another parade for the Cavs? How about that? 
Why? You're going to celebrate the worst. It was the That looks worse. That looks worse, Rizzo, you dumb moron. That looks worse. Hey, they're so they're so desperate. They haven't had a championship forever. These morons are the first city to have a championship parade twice. That looks worse, you dumbass. It was the most you're not miserable. Ce- you're, you're not celebrating going 0-16. That's not the point. You know what? I will do everything in my power to stop that. I will talk to Senator Sherrod Brown, Mayor Frank Jackson. I'll talk to everyone I can. Those two are going to get something done. Sherrod Brown and Frank Jackson are the two people you bring up to get something done in Ohio? Nice try. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> nice, nice try. I swear to God, I'll have... I'll have Flounder go get 10,000 marbles before you have that parade. I'll come with the machine. What was the machine, the car they had in Animal House? They eat me, Mobile. I'll be there, wow. and I will mow Topical you reference. down under my tires. Whoa. I promise that. I promise. If you have that parade, it's going to end ugly. I promise that. Are, are you? I mean, you're threatening violence. You just threaten to mow a, like a, like a city of people over with your car. And let's be real here. I mean, it's not like that's unheard of. I mean, there have been plenty of examples of people that have decided Mainly to because protest. because of the protests. Right. right. Well, I'm going to protest, or I'm going to be out in the streets, or I'm going to do whatever I want. And people haven't gotten hit with their car with cars intentionally. Yeah, we've seen it a, a thousand times. Like, so this happens. People will do it. Flexing? Are you saying you will flex correct. your political oh, that's correct. muscle? Correct. Hold on one second. Now, he's obviously much more influential on that end of the world than you, like you or I would be because of the type of shows that we do and the business he's in and as long as he's done it. But does he? Do you think Tony Rizzo has any political pressure to like make to stop this stuff from happening? I mean, what are you going to do? Go on your show and say, "Hey, Sherrod Brown, I ask you not to sign off on this." I mean, what more muscle do you have other than that? I mean, number one, it's not like Sherrod Brown sitting on the on the board that is handing out you know permits. It's also Cleveland. not listening to Rizzo show. Right, right, right. It's not like Frank Jackson is going to take time out of his day being the mayor to be like, "Oh, you know what? Tony Rizzo said that I'm going to." So like, no. dude, the mayor might want people downtown. I mean, did Tony Rizzo ever stop to think about the mayor might go, you know what? I, I don't love the idea, but it's people downtown. Mayors, governors. Yeah. The city yeah. has given them permit rights and that kind of stuff around that, the state. That's going to go away. Mark my words. Oh, do they have a permit right now? They okay. Do. See that? See that? Dude, don't speak until you know stuff like that's I mean, and as that's broadcasting one on one, he should know better than that. Like, he's out there guaranteeing you things that he can't stop and then doesn't even know the permit's been approved. Didn't even know it. You're so upset about this thing, but you don't even know. Oh, do they have a permit right now? They do. Well, I think there's a couple of little uh, loopholes in there that they didn't uh, possibly. Oh, do they have a permit? Oh, here's some loopholes in it. Come on, bro. (laughs) I know. Let it go, dude. Let it go. You're just old and pissed. It ain't going to happen on my watch, folks. I promise you that, man. It ain't going to happen. If you're planning that parade, stay away from me and my show. Understand that? Don't come near me. I believe people are. <laughs> Anyone from, from who's told people a are. down a football in their life would not attend that parade. Now, that may be true. I, I could see a lot of like old school football guys going, you know what, man? That's not what football's about. That's not team. I'm not doing it. My coach would have hated that. I'm not doing it. I could see some of that. Yeah, but I mean, it's certainly not true that nobody who's ever played football would go. I played football, and dude, I would certainly go to this. I mean, if this happens, honestly, I almost feel like, well, dude, yeah, of course you have to go. You're yeah, you'll be a part of the uh, of the S show. Yeah, I mean, it's, dude, if they did it right down the street, I'm going. Now, I might not go because of you know it's an hour away. I'm not sure I'm going to get in the car and drive up there to, to see that. And now I went for the Cavs championship. Did you know different kind of parade? It was also you know it was nice out and warm. That is the biggest loser thing I've ever heard of in my life. 
and don't come around me. And I'm not kidding you. Whoever that guy was that came up to me, a dog pound drive, dude, stay away from me. But look, the, the guy's name, he's on Twitter. He's Chris McNeil. Everybody knows who Chris, he is. Chris, don't come talking to me, Chris. You go down the dial for that crap. You go down to he, the he, losers he, he, he that think that that's he a is. funny idea. He is. Good, because I ain't doing it. We ain't doing that. Mike Polk is going. No, he's not. Not after I talk to him. <laughs> See, tonight. now, for those of you that don't know, Mike Polk does some stuff on Tony Rizzo's TV show, right? And so. They're both Fox 8 employees, too. And so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know Mike is actually an employee of Fox 8 now. And so he's like trying to flex that muscle of, well, you know, he works on my show, so I'm going to tell him no. Do you can't tell a grown man not to go somewhere, right? I don't believe you can tell. I mean, well, I mean, I guess technically if you're somebody's boss, but I don't. Yeah, dude, that's going to be his off time. I, you can't just tell Mike Polk not to do something. And again, if something Mike Polk's not going to go to something anti-Cleveland Browns, that's that guy's whole bag. Yeah, dude, dude, the Browns win five games next year. He's going to have to write, rewrite an entire new skit. No, he's not. That's ridiculous, man. That's the dumbest thing. I will. I'll tell you right now. I if I was still every Sunday night on Rizzo's show, I'm gonna pick out losers in that parade and identify them on TV. I'm gonna tell people to send them hate mail. You know what people are gonna say? Oh my God, that's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna be on TV. People are gonna be like the Rizzo show on Fox. What are you talking about? Right. Is this the thing? Sundays at 11:30? Yeah, tons of people watch. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. I swear to God, I will. That enrages me, that idea yeah, of a like loser it. parade. We are the home of the NBA champions. Your baseball team went to Game 7 of the World Series. I'm sorry the football team's having a bad year. Bad year? Lose- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did the sports authority guy just tell me that the Browns are having a bad year? Rizzo, they've been back since 99. I think they won one. Like, I think it's under 10 games. Like, dude, they're. No, they won seven that first, that one year with, uh, in 07 with Derek Anderson and what's his name from Michigan. But we're talking about Brandon the highlight Evers. being a. The 10 years an ago. Under, an under 500 team. The highlight of the last 20 years of Cleveland Browns yeah. history is an under 500 team. Dude, it's been bad for two decades. I mean, it's bad. If you losers want to get together and celebrate losing, then that's what you deserve. And don't sell me. It's for the fans. No, it's not. You know what the fans' present is? That the season's going to end. That's my gift. I don't need a... My God. I don't need a parade. All right, I'm kidding. All right, we got a break. Yeah, and as, and honestly, so do we. I uh, We're a little over our clock. I know a lot of you want to hear Rizzo slow down, so what we're going to do is we're going to have to break here. We'll let Fantone get it put together a little bit. We'll air it on the other side. We'll be right back with more Rizzo freaking out. Hang on. Dan Spirit Show. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. We have an eight-pack of Canton Charge tickets to give out with uh, Stansberry Show stocking stuffer. And here's the deal on these. The Charge was actually really smart with this, Phantom. Listen to this. So you're going to get an eight-pack of tickets for the Charge. But what it is, actually, is vouchers for game tickets. Ah. So then you can choose the game you want to go to. Subject to availability, obviously, like all things like that would be. But let's say you win, right? Right. And you're married, and so you have a wife, and you got the two kids. That's four of you. Right. So we give you eight tickets. You can then pick two games and go twice. Oh, so you could go this month, you can wait until March or whatever. Yes. Nice. That's smart. It's it's vouchers for tickets. Now, what I would personally do is I would wait and go this Friday if you get these tickets. As it's Cavs Night at the Canton Charge, presented by GE Lighting. This Friday, December 16th, 7 p.m. tip-off. Doors open at 5.30. 
Charge versus the Delaware 87ers. And listen to this. Since it's Cavs night over at the Civic Center, you're getting your picture taken with the Cavs championship trophy. Nice. Cavaliers girls will be on hand. Scream team, Q Spirit Squad, C-Town Throwdowns, and Moondog there as well. First 2,500 fans through the door get a black Cavs Charge t-shirt. Tickets start at 8 bucks. Pick them up at CantonCharge.com or at the Civic Center or, like I said, by listening to us just a few minutes. Cavs night is always a blast with the Canton Charge. Can't wait to be there on Friday. Uh, Friday morning, I believe, 9 a.m. Is it, uh, you know what? Dude, I'll let you make this announcement. You're the big you're, you're the big NBA guy. Dude, essentially, I guess my professional idol right now, Ahmad Crump, will be on the Stansberry That's Show. But right. With your Cleveland Cavaliers! Okay, hey, here's the thing on that. Yeah? You got to do that. You got to get him to do that okay. for the program. I want that as a piece of audio that we run on the show. Yeah, I bet you we can get things done. I want, I want him s- saying the name of the show like that, and we'll work it into some imaging that my boss will never get back for us, <laughs> which will be good. You know, that'll be good. Before the break, we were talking about this 0-16 parade. Our our, uh, our buddy on uh, on Twitter, Chris McNeil, at Reflog18, is doing this, and Rizzo's pissed, furious about it. And we aired you some of that Rizzo audio. You know, yeah, let's just take a listen to some more of it right now. I think we should do it with some yakety sax. Yeah, there we go. That is the loserest of all loser moves. If you're one of them people that are planning this parade, you better stay the hell away from me. My show in my family, because I will fight you. I don't want you on my team. I know billionaires, has- senators, mayors, fellow wife beaters. Yeah, don't come oh. around me, and I'm not kidding you. I'll be there, and I will mow you down under my tires. Jeez. I promise that. I promise. If you have that parade, it's going to end ugly. I promise that. Mike Polk is going. No, he's not. I've been waiting to get that take off my ass for about a month. Okay, now he's a little well. He's a little heated. Okay? <laughs> a little bit. He's a little hot. All right, now, now I of all people can't be the. You know, you shouldn't yell on the radio, guy. Can't be that guy, right? That would that would that would sound crazy coming out of my mouth. But I will say, I found that audio yesterday at WaitingForNextYear.com. They do a fantastic job of covering all things, and so I found that audio there, and I was listening to it on my couch, and I was like, Oh my god, is this what I? Oh my god, do I? Is that me? Oh, oh my god, dude, when did I get hired over there? When did the, Jesus, I better, dude, I better get boned up on baseball. I don't know a damn thing. He's, I mean, dude, it sounded like me. Losing my mind. I do it all the time. Did it twice yesterday. It happens. Sometimes it's going to happen. But our audience knows what they really want is they want Tony Rizzo freaking out, slowed down. Let's take a listen to some of that. That is the loserest of all loser moves. If you're one of them people that are planning this parade, you better stay the hell away from me, my show, and my family, because I will fight you. I don't want you on my team. I know billionaires, mayors, governors, yeah. Don't come around me, and I'm not kidding you. I'll be there. And I will mow you down under my tire. I promise that. I promise. You have that parade, it's gonna end ugly. I promise that. Mike Polk is going. No, he's not. I've been waiting to get that take off my ass for about a month. Jeez, Riz. Furious. 
Look, here's the thing. I, I mean, if the Browns themselves were doing an 0 16 parade, I'd be like, that's pathetic. Right. But it's but it's it's the fan base having a little fun, poking like, isn't there something to be said about being able to laugh at yourself? Right? Like I I had a guy on Twitter says, look, I, I'm with you. I I'm not a Rizzo guy, I'm not a gold hammer guy. He's like, but he's like, do you a parade for an 0 16 season? He's like, I think it's one of the dumbest ideas I've ever heard. And he says he doesn't think there will be enough people going downtown and supporting the businesses. Now, look, I maintain that in the winter, I don't know. I think it's easy to get people on Twitter and Facebook to say, yeah, I want to go to this. And then come day of freezing cold, got to put the gloves on, got to go now. I'm not sure you're going to do it. Okay, so I don't know if it's going to be heavily attended or not. I don't support the idea. It's not like I'm like, this is a great idea. We should do this. It's not that. It's just I just don't hate it. I just I'm just not going to get all up in arms about it. And, I, 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 you're and neither is Tony Rizzo. He's just faking it. So you listen to the radio. If, if it was, if it was the Browns, completely different situation. I agree with that. But yeah. it's Browns Twitter, and like, dude, welcome to 2016. You know what I mean? Like, okay, here we are. And it, it's almost going to be funnier if like a dozen people show up. I, I, I almost think that'll be like, all right, it's even sadder here. I want to know the billionaires Rizzo knows. How many billionaires are in Cleveland? LeBron. LeBron. Haslam. Yeah. LeBron, Haslam, Michael, Dolan. Michael Stanley? Not a billionaire. <laughs> Not a billionaire. Close. Dude, is, he does have the money. Yeah, dude, all those ribs burn off, so certainly uh, those checks add up quick. Dude, Michael's got a good gig. You know, like, dude, he's got it like built in where he doesn't have to work Fridays if he doesn't want to. So like half the year, he doesn't work Friday. How do we do that? What do, well, what do we know. have to do? Be number one? Get, no. I, I, what I, no, yeah, we tried that. Doesn't work. Okay. I, uh, no, what you need to do is get yourself a time machine, go back, get 70s fireplace voice, say fog at, <laughs> and next thing you know, you're good to go. I got my beef with uh, with NCX over there, but not with Michael Stanley. I 100% totally in the Michael Stanley camp. Love that guy. So nice to me when I worked there. All right, we have the Florida Files. Those are next. But before we do, let's pass out this eight-pack of tickets for the Can Charge. Now, the way this works, these are vouchers. You get to pick the game, subject to availability, but it's an eight-pack right now. Call it 15 at 1-800-243-7625. And like I said, right back with more Sandsbury Show. Hang on. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're also online at WRQK.com. Uh, if you listen to the show a lot, you guys know I love my gross porn, pimple-popping videos and the like. I love that kind of stuff. Like all those videos from like a dermatologist's office, I love that stuff, and uh, we have a really good one online right for uh, online for you right now. WRQK.com. It is a uh, they're like popping this huge pimple by the pool. Ugh. I love that. I could watch that stuff all all day. Love it. Seemed like Twitter was a big fan of uh, that Rizzo audio slow down. They're asking for it uh, one more time. We'll do it before the end of the program. We also have New Tour Tuesday coming up at 9 o'clock. You're getting new Kanye featuring Kid Cudi. It's pretty interesting since they had a little bit of a beef. They both went into a hospital. I'll have some, like, you know, uh, for some relaxation, that kind of stuff. Paulina Jane's your country artist. Big Booty Country Girl is the name of that song. Very interested to hear that. And then brand new At The Drive-In, governed by Contagions. And uh, we found out this morning that At The Drive-In is on Fantone's like, top 10 list of best bands ever. Yeah, love them. <clears throat> and uh, this is like the first song they've released in quite a while, he uh, says. Over a decade. I can't believe that. I'm pretty sure they played a show at the Agora near that Rock on the Range show. I think they jumped on a show. I'm pretty sure I saw them, but maybe not. 
I had no idea they were inactive that long. I didn't know that. They are pretty damn good, though, at the drive-in, so we'll take a listen to that. 9 o'clock. And coming up at 8.30, we're going to talk to Johnny Attitude, who is a former WCW wrestler and now involved with um, Micro Championship Wrestling. It's mcwnation.com is the website. They are having midget wrestling uh, about this evening at Buzzbin. Shout out to Mike, dude. Making dreams come true in downtown Canton. Revitalizing the downtown Canton economy and bringing midget wrestling. It's one hell of a good dude. <laughs> waffles? He put waffles in our hands, people. He did. And now we've got midget wrestling to thank him for. Absolutely. So uh, you and I both plan on uh, on attending this uh, this evening. And we'll yeah. pass out some tickets after that interview at 830. But I wanted to talk to you about this uh, beforehand. As apparently a mom took her her young son to a WWE event, and Kevin Owens apparently ripped into the kid at the live event, and apparently uh, the young kid was wearing a shirt for Roman Reigns, and uh, apparently the history is Roman Reigns beat Kevin Owens in the main event of the show, Owens told the young fan to go buy his shirt and then told him, you know what? Don't. I don't want you wearing my shirt. Now, the mom of the kid, of course, mortified for her son, because that's what moms do. She then went to Facebook to complain about this. And it's a really long post. I'm not going to read all of it for you. I'll read you a little bit of it. You'll be able to pick up the tone of it. My heart is shattered, she says. We start. What started off as an amazingly awesome night ended in my seven-year-old being completely heartbroken. My son is a huge WWE fan and a fan of just about every wrestler on the roster. He has a drawer full of everyone's shirts, but he chose to wear a Roman Reigns shirt since that has been the wrestler that he's been the biggest fan of since he started watching wrestling. The kid's only seven. All night he was getting high fives from other wrestlers and was all smiles, but for some reason when Kevin Owens came out, he singled out my son and commented on whose shirt he was wearing, then told him, you should get this shirt, showed him one of his. Actually, don't, he says. I don't want you to ever wear my shirt. Don't you ever try to touch me. And she says, all because my seven-year-old wanted a high-five and wasn't wearing his shirt. My heart sank. Now, I'm going to stop here. She goes on for another three pages. I'm, st- I'm not kidding. It's like three pages. She goes on, right? And this is where I'm going to ask the question to you. You're the WWE guy. I don't know. But they're in character, right? And that this is part of what they do, right? And if you're that big of a fan of wrestling, aren't you just excited to be part of, like, the mic portion of the evening? Kevin Owens is the biggest heel in the company, and okay. heel is the term they bad use guy. for bad guys. Yeah, I mean, heels and faces are kind of the... the, the faces the, the nice dude. The wrestling terminology of it, and a huge part of... I didn't know face. I didn't know that one. A, a, a baby face is where it comes from, but a huge part of it is, in, in wrestling, they call it kayfabe, but it's like the belief of like, hey, when we're out there on stage... It's real. Yeah. It's it's real. Like this is we can't we can't like you don't let, break character. Right. We can't let people know and like see behind the curtain of like, hey, this is fake. It's building the suspension of disbelief. Right. And that's a huge part of pro wrestling. I can remember being a kid. Is that a leap to ask a seven year old to to wrap their arms around that? If your kid can't comprehend that, then he can't watch wrestling. You know what I mean? Then he believes too much. I mean, then you as a parent need to know that. I can remember as a kid, like, being afraid of The Undertaker. I'm like, oh, my God, The Undertaker's yeah. going to come get me. But that's part of, like, the appeal of The Undertaker. Is like, yes, as a nine-year-old, I was like, dude, I might, God, dude, he might give me a choke slam. You know what I mean? Like, that's the entire job of the bad guy in wrestling. I mean, I... 
Seven may be young. I, I don't know. But I, I would imagine there were 13, 14, 15-year-old kids who were there going, oh, my God, I wish he would yell at me like that. Exactly. Exactly. This is... He's a bad guy all the time. At first, I was like, well, that's not right. The kid's seven. But I was like, dude, this isn't LeBron James like screaming at a kid. This is, I mean, there's not supposed to be heels and faces in the NBA. NBA dudes are just supposed to be nice and play. NFL, major leagues. But this is, I mean, this is, it's theater. And this is the country we live in now. We're like, this mom... Doesn't know what she's taking her kid to. They get behind the scenes of it a little bit, and now she wants to bitch. Obviously, she does know what she's taking her to do. If her kid has a drawer full of WWE t-shirts, yeah, but she can get that stuff online, right? Yeah, but are you buy, are you letting your? Well, and that my point, mom wouldn't have bought me something unless she knew. And that's what I was gonna say is then we're getting even more into bad mom territory. There, we're getting into even worse mom, bad mom territory. If you're just letting your kid watch things and go to things and buy shirts, where's the seven year old getting money from? Where's he getting the information to put it, the credit card into the online? I just honestly think. I think in my day, not to sound 200, <laughs> but in my day, I think parents would have been like, yeah, he just made you part of the show. This is cool, right? That That's cool, right? Or you'd be like, boo! Right. Kevin Owens, you suck, dude. And now Kevin Owens has responded and said, look, she's just bitching. She just wants free stuff. And I would agree. She probably does want free stuff. And if you're Vince, you're going to give it to her, right? I, I mean, if you're the WWE, what, like a... What, a $500 gift card to like the online store is going to make this go away? You're not going to do that? Of course you are. For $500, bucks, you are not going to make this go away? I would. I don't know if Kevin Owens is saying something about it on Twitter. They're probably like backing him. You know what he, I'm saying? He probably went to... Maybe he did. He probably went to corporate and was like, well, dude, how do I handle this? And they're probably like, screw them. Screw that family. Go ahead and talk trash about him on Twitter. I mean, dude, the Miz like bitched at Fantone during the last WWE event. You didn't hear him bitching about it. Stardust tried to bang my girlfriend. Yeah, he did try to bang yeah. your girlfriend. Yeah. I was smart. I kept my girlfriend up in the uh, up in the upper level. January twenty second, the Canton Civic Center is the place. WWE Live, the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, our promotions department actually walked by my cube yesterday, and they were like, "Hey, man, do you want two tickets to the WWE event in January?" And I said, "Absolutely. If I get fired before then, I can light them on fire and keep warm. <laughs> keep warm." I have, uh, you know what I have? What do you is have? I have some updates on some new stuff that's happening over at Tom Benson Stadium, Hall of Fame Village, and the like. Dude, it sounds like it's going to be pretty snazzy over there. I got some updates. We'll pass them out to you next on the Stansberry Show. Yo, Hall of Fame City. It is Fantone from the Stansberry Show. And are you looking for a great free gift just in time for the holidays? Of course you are. And now with prepaid from AT&T GoPhone, you can get a free ZTE Maven 2 smartphone when you activate eligible services. And the best thing about prepaid from AT&T, you're going to be on the AT&T 4G LTE network. That's right. You can get a free 4G LTE smartphone, the ZTE Maven 2, when you activate eligible services. And with prepaid from AT&T GoPhone, you don't have to worry about an annual contract. And if your credit is less than perfect, you got nothing to stress about. So this holiday season, you can hook it up with free gifts when you give yourself or that special someone a free ZTE Maven 2 when you activate eligible services for AT&T GoPhone for only 30 bucks. That's right. I said only 30 bucks. Go to AT&T.com slash GoPhone or visit your local AT&T store today. AT&T mobilizing your world. Offer ends 1231-16. Online at select locations only. Requires new line of service and minimum $30 payment. 4G LTE not available everywhere. Taxes, fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Details at AT&T.com slash GoPhone. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We got Bush tickets up for grabs for the Stansbury Show stocking stuffer. 
Pass those out just a few minutes. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need for those. They're playing. Bush is the Hard Rock Roxino. January 1st. Little uh, New Year's Day plans there for you. Pass those out here shortly. Also do New Tier Tuesday at 9 o'clock. And again, 8.30. We'll talk to Johnny Attitude. Operator of Micro Championship Wrestling. Which you'll be able to find at BuzzBin this evening. And we'll pass out a couple of pairs of tickets to that. Earlier in the program... We had told you this story here locally about where this guy took like that can of donations for Toys for Tots out of that Marianne Donuts. Despicable. And Damon and Carrollton tweeted in and says, look like uh, somebody needed this more than the kids did. Has the link uh, of the guy's photo. He says, can the 40 million strong help? Well, Damon, nice. Jumped us up 20 million listeners Double there. Doubling up there. <laughs> Doubling up the 20 million there. And uh, I have retweeted it. At Stansbury Show is how you follow me. And so, like, uh, there's, uh, well, there's the photo of the dude. It just a, a terrible crime. There's no question about Awful. it. And, I mean, I'm sure that somebody's going to, you know, what do I want to say? Recompensate Toys for Tots. But I always make the assumption that people, everyone in Stark County listens to this radio show. And when we have 40 million listeners, I guess it's a safe assumption um but i just assume that that person's listening to our radio show and it makes me feel bad you know what i mean the person who stole that i just assume is a rock 1069 stansbury show listener and it's kind of hard to live in the city and not be it makes me feel terrible like i honestly if that person's listening right now you should feel terrible now you're right dude there are times where i like where where you get a glimpse of who you entertain and it's like oh god i wish i didn't know that I'm not saying ever. Obviously, not every listener is that guy. No, 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 no. no but no, no. I, I assume that he's out there. But we right have now. an audience this large. Yeah, yeah, there, there's a good shot that he could be inside of it. Sure. You're, you're a terrible person. You should stop listening to this show. The good news is, a friend of mine, this girl I know, hit me up yesterday and says, "Hey, it's been a while since I've done anything nice. Since I've given back in any way, I wasn't able to make it out to your long haul. I, you know, I was stuck at work." Is there any way you would want to get together this weekend and go do something? And I said, absolutely, we should. You know, it's the holiday season. Let's go do something nice. And now that I heard about this, I'm just going to, you know, text her back and be like, you know, let's just get some toys. We'll go over to the Toys for Tots campaign headquarters or whatever it is, and we'll try to get some stuff donated. And then after that, we'll do something dirty. No. Something nice and then something no. dirty. No, oh, okay. no, no. Right. We don't her okay. night. We don't do that right. anymore. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Dude, you're just the worst. What do you want me to do? Because you know who else is in this 20 million uh, member audience? Who's that? Her boyfriend, dude. So, like, ah. so maybe maybe we don't do that. Ah, well, maybe she should do nice things with her boyfriend as opposed to some She's other She's not going to do dirty things to me. I tried to tell well, you that. I'm, you don't believe me. Why wouldn't you go do something nice with your boyfriend as opposed to some dude that you used to bang? Because you want to bang that dude. Come on now. Come on oh, now. Right? Yeah, it's, oh, not, good. it's not our first rodeo. Dude, I want that to be true. Well, my, I would assume this weekend, Stan's Barrel coming on Monday night. I'll be like, dude, let me tell you, it was a bad idea. 5 a.m. hour. Dude, let me tell you, it was a bad idea. She wouldn't leave. She wouldn't leave. That was, you know what? I'm not doing it. <laughs> not doing it. Not doing it. Jesus. All right. You know what I am going to do? What is that? And that's give you a little update on what's happening over at Tom Benson Stadium. Nice. And uh, Hall of Fame Village. If you drive by, we have to drive by that place. Not have to, but we do drive by it every day uh, to and from work, right? Mm. And uh, as it's in between where we work and where we live. And if you pay attention to it, you can see, man, they're, again, making pretty decent headway on that thing. Um, and from what I understand, reading from CantonRep.com now, it's a 23,000-seat stadium expected to reopen this summer. Now, they expect it to be open in time for the Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement. Damn well better be. Uh, now powered by Johnson Controls, 
uh, as we made you aware of that update, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, they're now like the naming rights sponsor for it. Ton of money involved in that. Yeah, I forget what the actual number was, but I remember it was like, no, it's four. Yeah, but it was. You know what? I'm not going to spend. It was a lot of money. A whole bunch of cash. And so, nearly two thousand premium seating options will be available with amenities that will include catering. You know, I like hearing that. Okay, the south stands of the Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium will include premium seating, luxury areas that can now accommodate nearly two thousand fans. 23,000 seats overall expected to reopen this summer. And uh, the construction cost for this Architects Design Stadium is estimated to be at least $100 million, according to information from Master Developer Industrial Realty Group. And I hear that that number is pretty close as a very, 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 very good friend of mine holds a very high position inside of IRG. Um, I have a little inside access to this. That I'm, From what I hear, that number is very close to accurate. All officials bill the venue as a sports and entertainment complex and expects to, it'll host 50 to 60 events a year. Hear that, Canton? That's good news. That's good news. That's money coming into the city. We like hearing that a lot. 50, 60 events, that's great. They say here there's definitely a thirst here in the greater region for something like this. That's Brock Richards, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for the Hall of Fame itself. And he's right. Absolutely he's right. Prices for premium seating will be available when the events for the Enshrinement Festival are announced in the next coming weeks. The South Bleachers Fan Tone and West End Zone will seat nearly 12,000 people in total. More information on the stadium seating can be found at the Hall of Fame's website, obviously. During the 2017 Enshrinement Weekend, the East End Zone will house temporary seating and then expected to be constructed into then like a fan plaza at some point. That's pretty awesome. This is cool stuff, man. Well, you know, I think there's probably people out there right now who are thinking, like, I'm never going to sit in premium seating, man. I'm never going to. Well, yeah, you are, because when we pass out tickets for it, you totally will be sitting in it. Fingers crossed. Um, But really, I do think this is necessary in the sense of, like, if you want this to truly be the Disney World of football, and you really do want this to be... that's been their quote. That is what they want. If you want this to be a destination, like, if you want this to be somewhere where people are going to come, you do have to cater, especially when you start factoring in, like, dude... We're going to be hosting NFL Elite on a regular basis. Like, I mean, I know Jerry Jones comes every year for the for the NFL or for the Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement, but it's like the more you can cater to those people and the more you can make them believe in this product and want to be a part of what's going on at the Hall of Fame, that's obviously going to pay off in the long run. Well, like I said, I alluded to earlier in this article, again, reading from CantonRep.com, that they expect 50 to 60 events a year. So Steve Strawbridge, that's the senior vice president of the Hall of Fame Village, he says that the stadium is designed to be a multi-use venue, could host could host an outdoor hockey game, a college bowl game, religious festivals, or an international soccer game. Now, soccer on the rise a little bit in America, so that would be cool if we got like one of those play in you get into like those like big soccer championships, those those kind of things. That would be cool. An outdoor hockey game would be awesome. And I know there's a million college bowl games and not all of them matter. But all of a sudden, if it's being played in your city, now it does matter. Because it does it, it will bring a lot of money into the area. 
Um, obviously, this is also a really big deal for the kids and the parents and the families that are going to get to be able to see their kid out there on that field. Yeah, you know because what I mean? besides That's- Enshrinement Week, other events planned for the stadium, McKinley High School and Malone and Walsh University football games are going to be played there as well. Yeah, so to go into a, a, a an upper echelon oh. you know, stadium, that's going to be awesome for everyone locally. The Ohio uh, High School Athletic Association seven state championship football games are supposed to return in 2017 and 18 as well. So that'll be cool too. I think it was last year they had the world championship of football as well, where they like flew in teams from like all over the you know like the the Brazilian football team and and, and the English football team. So like just the more stuff like that you have, where tourists are coming in and not just buying tickets to the Hall of Fame, but buying hotel rooms and buying meals and buying things like that. Right. I mean, you know, I keep telling people and 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 the Project Rebuild students in particularly, where it's like guys, jobs, it, j- jobs and like opportunities. Even if you're just ripping tickets in half today and saying, hey, thank you for coming to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, there's just so much opportunity in that building right now where I think you're crazy if you're not trying to get into some sort of cahoots with, with, with that organization. I would agree. Overall, the whole entire project listed at around $596 million. That's an investment into the community, into the area. Now, we've alluded to in months past that the NFL was – Saying, you know, there were rumors that the combine was going to come here. Right. Now, I've heard because of the new building in L.A. that they're going to build in the next few years that you may see some of that stuff happen out in Los Angeles, which, of course, would make sense. It's the entertainment capital of the world. And I would hate to see that go there. But I have heard some of that. But if they're putting $596 million into that, it's because more and more stuff is going to happen here. Yeah, and if the draft does become something that moves around on a regular basis... We'll at least be a host city. Right. Inevitably, it feels like, you know, you start your you, you know you start your career in Canton, Story you end builds your career itself. in Canton. Story writes itself. Absolutely. We have Bush tickets. They're playing January 1st. Hard Rock Roxino, Northfield Park, as they sponsor New Tour Tuesday, and also have hooked us up with these Bush tickets for the Sandsbury Show Stocking Stuffer. So, caller 17, right now, 1 800 243 7625. We'll send you to Bush. And then on the other side, Fantone, it's time to talk to Johnny Attitude, former WCW wrestler and now operator of Micro Championship Wrestling, which you can find at Buzzbin later this evening. We'll talk to Johnny next on the Sandsbury Show. 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. If you head over there now, you can check out the video for the Dildo Hoverboard. Also, the best pimple-popping video you've seen. And a guy, all excited about the new Star Wars movie, has built himself a life-size ad-at. Those can all be seen at WRQK.com right now. All morning long, we have been promoing the fact that we would have Johnny Legend attitude. Johnny attitude, damn it. Johnny Dangerous, Johnny Johnny, Football, who cares, whatever. Johnny Attitude on the program as they're in town tonight at Buzzbin for Hulk Hogan's Micro Championship Wrestling. Now, we have called Johnny a couple of times during the last song, and it has gone to voicemail. So he has not picked up the phone. Sometimes this happens. In in, In the live radio booking guest situation, sometimes this happens. And Fantone just looked across the board at me and goes, I'm sorry, buddy, because he was like expecting me to freak out. And because uh, I've been known to. And I'm just not going to. You know what I mean? Mike over at Buzzman's, good dude, uh, client of the radio station, been nothing but good to me since moving down, since I moved down here to Canton, Ohio. And uh, he's hosting this thing tonight. And I, you know, I don't, I don't want to draw negative attention to it. But Johnny, 
um, unable to join us this morning. Midget Wrestling, Micro Championship Wrestling is going on tonight at Buzzbin. And let me just read from the website. Since, since Johnny's not going to join us, I'll, uh, I'll play the role of Johnny. All right. MCW is high-powered, explosive, athletic show with just the right touch of comedy thrown in to make it an event for all ages and demographics. These micro-athletes may be short in stature, but are giants in the world of entertainment where they will keep you on your feet, screaming and crying at the same time. Jesus, that sounds like a can of mace. MCW is the number one midget wrestling company in the USA. After you leave an MCW event... You are guaranteed to be a micromaniac for life. MCWNation.com is the website, and you can see the likes of the Mini Sheik, Buddy the Bulldog, Huggy Cub, Cowboy Kid Quick, Sunshine, King Samoa, and Lieutenant Dan. Tonight, starting at 8 p.m., goes to about 11.45 out at Buzzbin. Uh, Fanton and I are both going to go. Probably not going to stay till 11.45, but I, uh, I do want to see a couple of matches. Buzzman's got some of the best beer uh, available on the market right now, and so good beer, good uh, good midget wrestling. Well, it's I'm the, in. It's the new Buzzman too. So if you haven't actually been able to come see that it's tonight, would be a perfect night. So much different and so much better. Buzzman was always cool. Like I had always said when I first moved here, I was like, oh, okay, kind of like Canton's Grog Shop. It's kind of like how Buzzman came off. But now that they've done a lot of work to it and made it bigger and expanded it, it's really nice in there. I don't know if they needed the room expansion with Micro Championship Wrestling coming in, but I'm glad they did it anyway. And I just want to say... I How am, big is that ring? Is it like a matchbook cover that they wrestle in? Like, what happens? We'll find out tonight, 8 o'clock. I just, I just wanted to come out and say it. I am shocked, and I mean shocked. My jaw hit the ground when I found out the promoter for Midget Wrestling isn't the most reliable dude in the world. <laughs> Shocker. Who would ever guess that? Fantone said to me, he goes, not picking up the phone was like... He's like, I understood that. He's like, I'm surprised the phone's ringing. <laughs> So funny. Mike over at Buzzman was nice enough to hook us up with two pairs of tickets to give away, so we'll do that here in a couple of minutes. Right. Um, but we have found ourselves in a situation where it's like, okay, this thing we have planned for this segment uh, has gone away, so we're, uh, we're, we're going to shift here real quick. And I have just found out that the Browns are, in fact, going to play a game in London next year. That's going to happen. We now know that the opponent will be the Minnesota Vikings. So, I'll say this. At least, London will get to see Minnesota's defense. I said this the other day. I just don't get it. Like, I understand, like, well, you know, you got to be fair. Everybody gets a Thursday night game. You got to be fair or whatever. Everybody gets to go to London. If you want London to wrap their arms around your product, then you send them the Patriots. You send them the Green Bay Packers. You send them the Seattle Seahawks. You send them teams. Dude, even like teams like Tennessee right now who are playing pretty good. Send them stuff on the send them your young star quarterbacks, right? The Derek Cars, the Cam Newtons, the Carson Wentzes of the world. Why are you sending them garbage teams? Can you imagine how disappointed you would be as a as a Briton as you were like, all right, hey, bloody right, chaps, we're going to our first American football game, fish and chips, Harry Potter, and you go and you have to watch the Cleveland Browns. That would be dude one of the most disheartening things of all time. Your first exposure to the NFL. Your first, like, dude, this is it. Ah, this is what Americans love over there, chap. Eh, bloody right. And then, dude, it's the Browns. Ugh. Ugh. I don't get it. Why? I, like I said, why not Why not highlight your young star quarterbacks, the Derek Carrs, the Marcus Mariotas, the Carson Wentzes, the Cam Newtons even? The RG3s? Oh, come on. Come on. 
Is RG3 on this roster next year? Uh, yes, Becca. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I could certainly see it. You need somebody to take the hits. Even if you do, even if you draft the quarterback you believe in. Let's say the Browns, dude. We know this is our guy. He's still gonna have somebody back there. They're high on that. Is it Deshaun Kaiser kid? I hope I have his kid first from name. Notre Dame. Yeah, they're yeah. they're high on the Kaiser kid, which probably means he can't play a lick. Because everybody else seems to be about Watson from Clemson. But the Browns are like, no, we like this Kaiser kid out of Notre Dame. Scary to even think about. Hulk Hogan's Micro Championship Wrestling at Buzzbin later this evening. The show starts at 8 o'clock. We have two pairs of tickets, so call her 15 and 16. You're getting hooked up with a pair of tickets for Micro Championship Wrestling at Buzzbin. The show starts at 8 o'clock tonight. And like I said, Fantone and I both plan on attending. Callers 15 and 16. 1 800 243 7625. We'll send you to Hulk Hogan's Micro Championship Wrestling out at Buzzman. Check out more info, buzzmanshop.com. And Fantone, it's the time of year where nativity sets make people crazy. What happens with them and should you put them out in front of stores and all this stuff? And I have a story about a nativity set. You know, it's just, it's, it's too far. It's gotten too far. And we'll give you that story next on Rock 106.9. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock 106.9. Both of our winners for Micro Championship Wrestling tonight at Buzzman seemed very excited about it. Both those people on the phone seem like they are pumped to go to that tonight. Tickets still available. Yeah. It's tonight at Busbin, 8 p.m. Fourth and Cleveland downtown is where you find that. Busbinshop.com is where you can find some more info as well. I can't wait to see that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and take a nap today, so I'm I can stay up a little later than normal. Well watch rested. Some of, watch some of that. I want a picture with Huggy Cub. I'm not. I will not. I won't rest until that happens. It's the holiday season. So if I have this right here, it's the Stands Ratio Stocking Stuffer. Yeah. And 9 a.m., you're getting hooked up with a Hard Rock Roxino gift card for 50 bucks. That being during New uh, New Tour Tuesday, and they're the official sponsor of that. Some good stuff today, too. You're getting new Kanye and Cuddy, new Paulina James, and At The Drive-In, their new song. Part of New Tour Tuesday. I can't believe it's almost 9 o'clock already. Today flew by. Right around the corner, dude. I mean, flew by. Jeremy tweets in and says, hey, man, I heard you talking about the uh, updates to Tom Benson Stadium. He says, here's an idea. Let's get that thing built, put an NFL D-League team in it. Love it. Love that idea. Yeah, I mean, there's no better place in America to have an NFL D-League team, and uh, that would totally be where they play. And uh, uh, before the break, we made you aware that the Browns are, in fact, going over to London. They're going to play the Minnesota Vikings in a London game uh, uh, next season. I believe it's week seven or eight, something like that. Don't quote me, but I believe it's like around week seven. And I didn't even think about this, but somebody hit me up on Twitter and said, dude, what do you... like?" Because you lose a home game when you do this, so are season ticket holders pissed? Like they ha- now, I've already heard Tony Grossi already tweeted out said, "Look, if you're a season ticket owner, you have the right to buy a ticket." But that's not a flight to London doesn't come with that. And I mean, 
If you go to London, it's not like you're going to fly out Saturday, go to watch the game on Sunday, come home. You're going to turn that into a trip. The hotel's going to be a ton of money. I would imagine the spending there is going to be crazy. Your wife's going to want to go to all like the stores that they have that we don't. I, I Or maybe you're happy to lose a home game. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know <laughs> if you get your money back on that one. I don't know. I uh, Obviously, this feels like the ultimate participation award. We're like, hey, you're in the NFL, too. You can come over and play It really London. does feel that way. And, uh, dude, today is the anniversary of the last time that the Cleveland Browns have won a game. Yeah. Today marks 365 calendar days, people, since the Cleveland Browns have won a football game, mind you, under the, uh, under the, uh, under the direction of one Mr. John Manziel. That's not the best. I don't. No. I, uh, no. I don't like those facts. When John Manziel was your last, you know, winner, dude, you are in a dark, dark, dark place. You know, he told that kid from Louisville, Lamar Jackson, that yeah. whatever happens, make sure you don't play for Cleveland. Now, here's the thing. Brady Quinn has said the same thing, mm-hmm. and that was another busted quarterback mm-hmm. who had said, "Now look, Brady had uh, you know Brady Quinn had opportunities other places and didn't play well enough to do it. When I believe it was was it Kansas City didn't play well enough to do it, and there I think there was one other stop and he didn't play well enough to do it. So I think that says a lot too. It's like well the two guys who probably weren't going to come to fruition no matter where they were are the guys telling people to avoid the franchise. What about Colt McCoy? What about Tim Couch? Did Colt about, McCoy, oh, is Colt McCoy win? I mean, all these dudes, I mean, whether they say it out loud or not, they're all thinking it. Every every single person who's played quarterback under the Cleveland Browns mantle has thought to themselves, dude, if, I was, if, if I'm a 22-year-old coming out of the draft and I had to go to that crap organization again, I hear all that, but, uh, dude, again, Colt McCoy hasn't been able to fend off the other quarterback he's ever been. He hasn't been out. He, I mean, dude, he couldn't beat out Kirk Cousins. I mean, he hasn't been able to beat out any of these other guys. So it's like, I just think the Browns have done a bad job of evaluating talent at the quarterback position for a long, long time. And again, they're high on Kaiser out of Notre Dame right now. And I think that might be the wrong call. I don't know for sure, but it looks like it. I think they're bad at evaluating talent, but I think they're awful at nurturing it. Oh, yeah. No, that can't be argued either, for sure. They are are notorious for you know taking dudes with potential and making sure that potential is never realized. I think that may be an easier transition with... Hugh Jackson. I know you and I, I, you have a different outlook on Hugh than I do. For some reason, I'm still positive on Hugh Jackson. I don't know why. He's given me no, nothing to hang my hat on. No, I'll admit that. Nothing. Well, that, that flea flicker is worth hanging your hat oh, on. Come on. <laughs> come on. God, it's terrible. Come on. He makes that throw. Everything's fine. Oh, dude. And by the way, oh, yeah, we're averaging over seven yards a carry. Let's start, start throwing the ball more often. That's what we should do. Terrible. Terrible. All right. Tell you what, they're so bad, I'm going to hit you with my car. Tony Rizzo style. Yeah, Rizzo went off. Rizzo went off. You still have that audio? I can draw it up for us. Dude, let me get some Rizzo slowed down one time. One time. One time now. Let me, let, let me have that. Your friends at Snowball Bookshop. Oh, wait. What's wrong, commercial? <laughs> there's, there's Fantone reading some spots. That is the loserest of all loser moves. If you're one of them people that are planning this parade, you better stay the hell away from me. I thought we were going to slow it down. My show <laughs> and my family, because I will fight you. I we will don't fight you. want you on my team. 
Well, we're not on the Look at him. Almost name dropping. Don't come around me, and I'm not kidding you. I'll be there, and I will mow you down under my tire. Dude, what is this anger management coach saying this morning, I wonder? Right? Because I would imagine the court ordered some anger management for Tony Rizzo for that home problem that he had, right? I would imagine there were at least a couple of classes. I would hope. I would hope. I promise that. I promise. You have that parade, it's going to end ugly. I promise that. Mike Polk is going. No, he's not. (laughs) I've been waiting to get that take off my ass for about a month. Of course Mike Polk's going to go to the 0-16 parade. (laughs) Kid made his whole career on screaming at the stadium. Now, Mike's, now, some of you heard that as me saying Mike's only funny when talking about the Browns. That's not true. Mike's a funny guy. Excellent comedian. We've argued a, a bunch on Twitter, but we dude, uh, we go back 15 years, Mike and I do. So, like, there's going to be some of that. But, dude, he's a talented kid. But, I mean, he made his whole, dude, his whole bones were made. I'm screaming at First Energy Stadium. That's what the, the whole gimmick's about. You don't think he's going to go to the 0-16 parade and make a video out of that? Of course he is. Rizzo out there said, no, he's not. Gonna, dude, what are you going to tell a grown man where he can and cannot go? No, you're not. And, dude, Rizzo, I got to tell you, man, like you want to be careful threatening violence as a guy who's had a violent history. Because, dude, if you're willing to be violent with your own family, I believe you might mow down some, some strangers you don't know. I got to tell you. And again, I said this earlier. I can't be the don't yell on the radio guy. No. <laughs> right? I can can't. I can fight on a lot of hills. Can't fight on that one. But I know radio management. And I got to tell you, that fell on deaf ears for your bosses. They went, oh, my God. He listed the client's name where he was, told people to come see him, then said he's going to mow them down with their car. We already had to sweep to like a violent you know, incident under the rug for this guy. We already had to do this. Come on down to our live remote where we are broadcasting, and I will fight you. What? <laughs> what? I'll tell you what, dude. Let's get let's somebody reach out to McNeil, Chris McNeil at Reflog on Twitter, and let's see if we can get Tony Rizzo to fight me at halftime of the parade. Midget Championship Wrestling tonight could be the night, right? Stansberry and Rizzo squared off I, the road to WrestleMania. Now here's the deal: I would totally fight Aaron Goldhammer. I don't even need the parade. Just somebody tweet me what bar he's in on Friday night. I'd love to punch that kid in the face. He's in, that kid's an idiot. You know how I know? There was like a five minute video of him jumping up and down celebrating when we drafted Johnny Manziel. That's because Aaron Goldhammer has no idea how to look at pro uh, look at football games and tell you who can throw a ball or not. That's last, how I know. Last winning quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Shut up. Mr. John Manziel. Dude, why are you calling him John? Like he's graduated <laughs> I college. Like, I was like, dude, maybe he's matured a little bit. God, I hate Aaron Colehammer. I wish my dad was loaded and would call <laughs> radio stations and get me gigs I didn't deserve. I wish that's how I wish that's how my career would have developed. Didn't. My dad didn't have any money. I had to like I had to bank on like talent and like work ethic. My dad totally called Keith Kennedy. Hey, Kennedy! You like get a job. <laughs> That's exactly what Hammer. That's exactly what happened. Goldhammer's dad has a ton of money, called the radio station and said, uh, if you want me to continue to give you money, you're gonna put my kid on the roster. It's exactly what happened. I know people who work there. It's exactly what happened. That kid has zero talent. None. The only person in the area worse at their job on the radio than Aaron Goldhammer's Tony Mazer. 
Most of you just went, who? Exactly, as you should, because the kid's a bum. J.J. Spooner kind of sucked, too. Oh, okay, see, you did it. (laughs) So Spooner, again, from that classy organization, 92.3. Did you hear about this? So so as of lately, J.J. Spooner had been living in my old house in West Park. My friend still owns that home. They had rented it out to him because a buddy of mine that works at 92.3 said, oh, yeah, 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 he just signed a contract. He's going to be here a while. Then next thing you know, the kid rips off charity. And I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing at my buddy giving me, like, you know, the recommendation on him. And so I called my friend and said, hey, yeah, it's like if this kid's applied to live at your house, I've called friends over there. It sounds like he's going to be there a little while and all this. And then next thing you know, boom, this whole thing happens. Well, in the light of that, what had happened then, after he had already gone to court, like the first couple of times for like ripping off the charity, he then Spooner was then r- trying to sublease, sub, like sub uh, sublet their house and took like six or seven people's down payment in cash and then never relinquished the house. Of course, because he didn't have the right to sublet. It says in his lease. Like so, like my friend has been dealing with this, and they've gone to like the police station and had to give like you know like their statements like six times, and like the whole thing's been. I cannot wait for that fat piece of crap to go to jail and for that the whole thing to be over. JG Spooner, you are a turd. Moral of this story, dude: people that work in radio suck, dude. Like what a bunch well, we're of okay. just terrible, morally reprehensible, awful people. We're all right. Terrible. We're okay. We're gonna God. make it. New turd Tuesday up next. Hang on. If well. It's a turd or not. New Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. About to start New Turd Tuesday. Brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park there. Actually, you'll get hooked up with a $50 gift card to the Hard Rock just a few minutes from right now. But before we get there, Fantone, you know, I just scoured waitingfornextyear.com. Yeah. Check the whole website. Yeah. Front to back. Yeah. My Steph Curry has a vagina story <laughs> is nowhere posted at waitingfornextyear.com. I took an entire afternoon to write that article for Scott. And my Steph Curry has a vagina article not listed at waitingfornextyear.com. I will, I, well, I'm going to boycott. I'm glad you bring that up, actually. I uh, also have a little bit of beef with waitingfornextyear.com. Oh, no. Yesterday, they ran an entire article. Is Quinn Cook the future point guard, a backup point guard of the Cleveland Cavaliers? No. And I'm like, bro, what about the future backup in-house arena guy? That should be me. Why didn't right. they write an article about me? Damn I right. Know. I don't know, but waitingfornextyear.com, dude. We're going to have to start talking to some people. All right, you know, just you know, get me somebody Monday at eight from like uh, you know, I'll kick the coverage or whatever, and we'll waiting for next year and go to hell. I do my Steph Curry has a vagina story needs to be read. Actually, it still needs to be written. I didn't <laughs> send that over there. All right, we're starting new tour Tuesday. Uh, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. We have Kanye West here featuring Kid Cudi. Now there had been a little bit of a beef. Like Kanye had kind of like, well, I mean, he was just being Kanye and kind of called out Cudi. Well, that's rappers for you. I right. mean, there's that it's part of it too. And I mean, always Kanye West. It's like, well, who is he beefing with now? I think he got crushed late in the fall of of this of this year. Oh. And uh, uh, Kanye actually came out and said, you know, Kid. Cuddy, he's my brother, uh, arguably the most influential artist of the past 10 years. I mean, so. they had been on records together before, right. so like, I don't know what the hell was happening there. And probably a little bit of, like, dude, you know what? Nobody's talked about us in a minute. We better, so we better pretend like we've got a beef with each other. That's fair. So this is Kanye West featuring Kid Cuddy. The name of the song is Father Stretch My Hands. Now, Kanye's been 0 for 2 lately on New Tour Tuesday. We've played him a couple of times recently, and I remember the last song we played, you hate it. 
Not a big fan of it. Um, I am a little concerned about this song, too, even though I love both artists. Yeah, I do, too. They're both weirdos, and I feel like if you get them together on a track, it's going to be kind of like... It could go all, yeah. It, it, yeah, it could go long and wrong. Much like my driver from the T-Box. They both love that 70s influence, too, mm-hmm. which is cool when done right. Here we go. See, this is just blunts right now. This is the blunts talking. It is. See, I blame Kendrick Lamar for this, though, is because, dude, his record, that last record he put out was good. It was it was a little good, uh, but it was very strange for the sake of being strange. And everybody in the hip-hop community just hoisted him on their shoulders and be like, oh, my God, this Kendrick Lamar record is the best record ever. And now I feel like all these dudes are trying to follow suit and just be weird for the sake of being weird. Soon, guys. Any minute now. Now if I f this model and she just bleach her. If I blank this model and she just bleached her blank. That's um I believe he's talking about the rear entry point, right? Oh jeez. Which by the way, sounds like an awful procedure. But I feel like more porn stars need to do it. Oh, if you have the money and if you're making money based on views of your b-hole, yeah, you probably need to uh, make sure it's not dingy back there. You know who else does that? Who's that? Again, I have a little inside <laughs> access to this because the woman who does it for him is is a friend of the family. Okay. Dana White from the UFC. I believe it, dude. If you're rich, why wouldn't you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you could if, if you could take care of that issue, which affects everybody. I mean, it's no... What? You know, dude, like, no, it doesn't. But I would totally, I, you know, given the opportunity... Dude, no, you're not just flying that by me that the, that the look of my bungle affects everyone. Oh, no, I'm saying the problem affects everybody. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, okay. I mean as we all take as everybody has what everybody has read the book and we all know everybody poops and i mean honestly your your turd cutter's probably gonna be a little dingy (laughs) fair enough We was down at Tribeca. She get under your skin if you let her. She get under your skin. If you, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to say nothing. Everybody going to say something. I'll be worried if they say nothing. You know what this is? This is the product of people calling you a genius for the last 10 years. That's what this is. Is that now everybody surrounding Kanye has just turned into, yeah, man. You're great. You're the best. Easy shoes. Do it. Do, do, do whatever you want. And now his music all sounds honestly not good. Remind me where I know you from. She looking like she owe you some. You know just what we want. I want to wake up with you in my Chorus is too busy. Beautiful morning. Beautiful morning, baby. 
Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that, but you're right. You got to streamline it down. Maybe this is where the part two comes in. Sounds like it. This is Father Stretch My Hands, Kanye and Cuddy together teaming up. I told, I told, hey, hey, I told. Up in the morning, miss you bad. Sorry, I ain't call you back. Same problem my father had all this time. All he this had, part's better. Had, yeah, considerably. All this cash, market crash, heard him bad. People get divorced for that. Drops me stack, pops is good. Mama passed in Hollywood. If you ask, lost my soul. Driving fast, lost control. Off the road, jaw was broke. Remember, we always broke. Remember, I'm coming back. I'm taking Jeez, all the There it is. Finally. You know, have you seen that video where Snoop makes fun of all the new rappers because they all sound like that? Yeah. They all sound exactly like, and he's like, I don't know who started it and this and that, but he's right. They all sound like that now. Like, I don't think, I don't remember, I guess. Like, was everybody trying to sound like Snoop that following year after, like, he broke? Or was um, it just too hard to do because that's just straight as voice and not a style? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Snoop is so distinct where I think if you put in another artist there, I mean, did everyone start to try to sound like N.W.A.? Probably a little bit out a of there. A little bit more but than that. Snoop is a little too his own thing. To it's to just his delivery. It's not necessarily a style. It's just the way he sounds. <laughs> But they all have that they all have that machine gun style now. I just wanna be liberated. I'm not sure I'm wild about it. Yeah, but now you're just playing Panda, and like, yes, that was a right. hit song, but like, w- w- why is it playing right now? I, I thought this was another song. Why yeah, it's very, it's very strange. That's one of the problems with hip-hop music, is that, honestly, you can hear a song, and you don't realize that it's actually like a mixtape remix, and then you go by the album, and then you don't have that. Like, right. there, it's, it's very confusing. Now, I'm not against, like, the remix. I'm not no. against, like, taking, you know, obviously, it's, it, you know, tons of rappers have taken the OJs and, and transformed that into something new, but that's not even something new. That's just taking the song Panda and playing it while while you're rapping over it. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. What? Where was Cuddy? What did he do? See, this is what I'm saying. People have just been telling Kanye that he's a genius for too long, and he's bought into his own hype. And so now he just goes into a studio, and nobody close to the situation has the balls to tell the guy, bro, get back to Jesus Walks. Get back to Through the Wire. What are you doing? Is this still the yeah, thing? same song. Robot sounds now. Do you turn to Dear God. Jeez. How do I find I mean, there's nothing redeemable about it. The writing's bad. The hooks are bad. The beat's not great. The best beat, you're right, was rehabbed from a from a previous song. I mean, there's not a lot going on. For a song that's got a lot going on, there's not there's not a lot going on in there. God, that was 
Fantone, make it official for me, buddy. It's a turd. Yeah, I have to agree. That's a turd. That's a disappointing turd, too, dude. Had a lot, I mean, honestly, you know, hey, Cuddy and Kanye, and, and, and they're both in rehab right now, and oh my gosh, what's going on with what, these dudes? What would be the point? I understand album tracks. I right. understand, like, you're an artist, and, you know, so you're going to get a little weird on an album track. What would be the point of paying another rapper an appearance fee to come on your record to make a song that you're going to want to bury? Why, if you're if you're going to get more star power, then why wouldn't that be the song where you're like, okay, I understand album tracks, I understand being an artist, but since we're going to highlight another rapper, we're going to spend money, we're going to do this, let's make let's make a hit, make a hit. Strange, dude. It's a head scratcher of a decision right there. But let's be real. I mean, Kanye has had plenty of head scratchers of decisions. But uh, dude, that was not a. Uh, it was not, a, not one of his best efforts. Right dude, now. I'll tell you what's. Uh, have you heard this? Have you heard this rumor? Have you heard it? And what is it? That uh, apparently his wife, uh, Kim Kardashian, has been somewhat linked to that new that that punter. From the Oakland Raiders, that's like he dances after he makes nice punts and all this stuff. And of course, like he's the spectacle of the league right now. So, what does Kim Kardashian want? She wants to be tied to the to the spectacle, of the league right now. And you know, dude, the Kanye coming out of the hospital. There's rumors that she was sleeping with that dude. Let's be honest. Kim Kardashian has not been a tight keeper of the vagina. She's been known to kind of like flood the market with it. I don't think she's banging the kicker from the from the Raiders, dude. I don't think that's I, 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 somehow or another. I'm just not buying into that one. Is that right? I do not buy it. I've heard that he uh, he faked the entire thing with the mental breakdown. I can and, believe yeah. that. So I just feel like at this point we're all just kind of pawns in, in Kanye's game, and we're saying, "Oh my God, I can't believe he did this." And which would have been a smart move, great move, had the album come out and been fantastic. Yeah. But it's not very good, and so I just think it's like for me, it's like, well, did he fake it? Because it sounds like he might be gone. Going crazy. So there's the new Kanye feature in Kid Cudi. We both felt like it was a turd. We have a $50 gift card for the Hard Rock Roxino, and we're going to pass that out right now. Call her 10 1 800 243 7625. We'll uh, send you to the Hard Rock Roxino. And then after the break, Paulina Jane. This was listener submitted. This was Paulina Jane, big booty country girl. Next. Hang on. Hey guys, you got Stansbury here for High Voltage Indoor Karting. You can find them in Medina. They're just minutes from the square located in the old foundry building, or you can find them online at highvoltagekarting.com. That's highvoltagekartingwithak.com. High Voltage is Ohio's first, fastest, and longest indoor electric go-karting track in the state of Ohio. They have the best carts in the business. You're hitting speeds of around 50 miles per hour. And with the family looking to come into town for the holiday season, take them to do something a little bit different and a lot of fun. Check out more info at HighVoltageCarting.com. New songs and decide if, well, it's a turd or not. New Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. By now, you should know that I have been banking for about three years with CSE Federal Credit Union, completely local, for convenient locations in the area for you. One of the reasons why I love them is they have a coin counting machine in every single one of their uh, facilities. And since I'm a member of the credit union, I don't pay anything to use it. So instead of like going to like the grocery store, turning in your change and like paying and then like having to pay 10% to use it, I pay nothing because I'm a member of the credit union. Now, non-members, you can still use the machine. You're paying 5%. It's like half of what you pay everywhere else using their coin counting machines at CSE. Which, I mean, honestly, taking a dime out of every dollar, it's such a scam, well, dude. Well, dude, if you're turning change in, you need that money. Right. I, dude, I, I, I hats off to CSE for being, you know, being a banking institution with integrity right there. Damn right. It's a wonderful financial institution. They're really convenient. As a matter of fact, they just put a walk-up ATM in the one I use on market there. CSE is, uh, like I said, been banking with them about three years since moving here. Absolutely love it. Find out more information. CSE. FCU.com there. 
All right. Keeping with New Tour Tuesday, we uh, we already played you the new Kanye Kid Cudi, Father Stretch My Hands. That was bad. Yeah, I mean, bad. That was not good. That was not good. We have uh, the country song of the week. This is was listener submitted. Kick the dust up. And uh, this uh, the name of the artist is Paulina Jane. And the name of the song is Big Booty Country Girl. So sick of these rappers, dude. I'm so sick of it. All they want to do is just write songs about these big booty bitches in the club. I'm just over it. Just I'm over them disrespecting women. I'm a big booty country girl. Shake it for my man, do the <laughs> What did she say? What was that? I'm a big booty country girl. Shake it for what? Shake it for my man to the ye- I do the yeehaw twirl, I believe. Was. No. Booty country girl. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know what to do right now. Oh my god. Oh my god, she goes back to it. Is that rhinestone buffalo hanging from my neck? I don't know. A rhinestone buffalo is a thing. I don't know. It's here. I heard that right, right? Yeehaw twirl something I don't know about. Like, is that a real country thing that, like, do they do that at Kicking Country? I feel like the yeehaw twirl something we all don't know about. <laughs> I think that's, she's trying to create that. That's not a thing, right? I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. Who knows what those line dancing, you know, people do? Who knows? Booty country girl. Country girl. When you have a biggish booty, you can't help us swing it wide. What is happening right now? Oh, that was great, dude. That was great. Hold on. When you have a biggish booty, you can't help but swing it wide. Skinny girls get skinny snooty, but their boys get booty eyed. <laughs> All right, that was bad. I mean, it was bad, but it's not inaccurate. Like that is true. Like you, like if you're dating like a super skinny runway model type chick, and you see a chick with a nice, you are gonna look at that. But it's, but that doesn't mean you have to write it like that. You're skinny shaming, you know. Playing in white, skinny girls get skinny snooty, but their boys get booty eyed. Wait, so skinny girls get skinny smoothies, but their eye, but their boys get booty eyed? What is this lady talking about, dude? Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Booty, country girl, shake it for my man. Booty, 
<laughs> oh my god. Kick the dust up. Do something to it. <laughs> what a different one time out. T County, come on. I I don't want to say this because I don't want to have to say it. Because I hate saying things I don't like to say, like like words I don't like to say. But you know what this kind of reminds me of? What is that? Was Trace Adkins. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. That honky tonk badonka donk song? God damn it, I hated saying that. I hated saying that. Did she say shake and bake? Do we have the shake and bake? No way. If you got a big one, you got to celebrate. I mean, I guess that's true, right? Here are outtakes from the Erica Dawn album now. No, just totally messing with her. This is Paulina Jane. Now, what I will say about this song is I want to hear her sing something else because I don't think her voice is terrible and she has a country sound to her, but this is bad. Hilarious, wow. dude. Wow. Hilarious. Kick the dust up Kick one the time. Dust up. Put a big old dipper and get the thing stuck. Oh <laughs> my God. So bad, I almost want to do it again. <laughs> That's going to be stuck in my head today for all the wrong reasons. Not because it's good, not because it's catchy, but geez. All right, all right, all right. Fantel, make it official for me. It's a turd. You know what I'm going to say about it, though? And I, I I usually make room for this, but like I do think that song has potential to be a hit just because it's so in the realm of what people want now. It's that very easily digestible pop country. I was going to say, dude, you play this at like Thirsty Cowboy Bars and stuff like that. I don't think people are going to hate it. It's a um, it's a song about big butts, which obviously are very popular right now. I mean... Have been forever. Sir Mix-a-Lot's been, had a big... I mean, dude, big butt songs have been a part... Dude, Fat Bottom Girls, you make the rock and roll go around. Do songs have always been about fat-ass chicks. It's always been that way. It's not just rappers. It's everybody. Those rappers, just big booty bitches. I can't believe them. Or maybe you're racist. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Dude, don't make people realize they're racist. People don't want to. People don't want to realize that about themselves. They don't want. Nobody thinks of themselves that way. Nobody don't, does. Don't right. don't don't the harsh reality it for them at right. nine thirty in the morning. All right, that's uh, Paulina Jane, Big Booty Country Girl. God, was that bad? Kick the dust. We're up. gonna try to redeem ourselves with brand new at the drive-in next. Hang on. Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Nearing the end of New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. Played you the new Kanye Cuddy, Father Stretch My Hands. That was bad, turd. Mm. Then we played you the new Paulina Jane, Big Booty Country Girl, turd, mm. bad. And uh, a guy sent me a photo. He says, hey, man, this Big Booty Country Girl doesn't look very big at all. Sir mix a lot Anaconda doesn't want any of this. And showed me this photo. The problem is he only has her from like the waist up. And so, like, I did a Google image search. She's a big girl. From the waist down, she's big. She does. She has, like, she's big. I mean, not fat, but, like, she's round, id. 
is what I'll say. She's also from Michigan, which is no doubt why she sucks. But like I'm looking at photos of her here, like from the waist down, she does. She has a she well, she's big in the back there. Wow. She's not all that she's not all that cute either. I mean, she's all right. She's not ugly or anything, but she's not I mean, you're not gonna rush out and be like, Oh my god, I want to hook up with her. Yeah, I don't know. That song was bad. That song was just bad. Big booty country girl, Paulina Jane, turd. All right, nearing the end here, uh, we have new. This is one of fans' homes. We found out this morning. This is one of your favorite bands ever. Yeah, dude, one of the uh, one of the. I, honestly, I said top ten. I might move them up into top five. I wow, lo- I love at the drive-in. This is at the drive-in's new song governed governed by contagions. They're underrated a little bit, I will say. At the drive-in. those bands at the drive-in is much like Coheed and Cambria. Like when somebody says to me, I just don't like the way that guy sounds, I can get it. I understand. I like it, but I understand why people don't. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly in a uh, an eccentric sound. There's no doubt about that. And it's something that kind of has to grow on you. Um, but it sticks out for sure. It, yeah, it's very it's very different. And you can definitely hear that like that talking heads influence that, you know. Oh, I hadn't really and, picked and up on stuff that. Stuff like that. Like that, that, that style of like. Strange. Alternative true to the heart alternative music that was like you know big back in the 80s oh yeah you're right craft work you can hear in that yeah that right there sounded a little like um little jane's addiction ish like that violent femmes yes psych first yep that kind of stuff Yeah, that's very Jane's Addiction-ish right there. Nothing wrong with that. Iggy Pop, another heavy influence on this band, you can tell. They're different. I mean, they just don't sound like everything else that's out right now, which is which is good. I wonder why they took such a long break. I wonder what was happening there. Uh, they were in a bunch of different bands, too. I don't know. It was one of those, well, creatively, we just have to go different ways. And when you have a bunch of like weirdo artists like it's this, gonna be like not that. just dudes who are in sick puppies who are like, dude, I just want to make money. I, dude, I don't give a damn what we sound like. I just, you know what? I'll be in Pop Evil. I'll be in Sick Puppies. I'll be in Seether. I don't care. When you have a bunch of weirdos like this that want to make like... They want to be musicians. Right. And and and, and they were They don't in, care about being rock stars. They want to be musicians. They, uh, they broke up and half of them went to Sparta and half of them went to the Mars Volt. And I'm glad they're back together. You know, Mars Volta is one of those bands that I'll go see it, right? And I have seen it. But on record, like in my house, I don't have a great desire to listen to the Mars Volta a lot. Hell, it's definitely one of those like 
you know, tune in and or whatever. It's destination listening. Like you're not skipping around. Like you put the record on, you kind of listen to it, and you know you're going to be sitting there on the couch, stone playing video games for a while. I feel like that's when it's at its best. I, I, it's it's definitely not like you're at a party. Like, hey, dude, let's listen to the Mars Volta. Probably not going to be all that good of a party. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Mars Volta tattoo. You do on my back. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. I mean, it's like from the inside of their album cover. It's not like the Mars Volta. It's just like the inside of their album cover. It's a picture from it. Well, can I see it? Of course you can. Of course. Well, let me see of it. Course you can. Oh, see, I would have never known that. You're right. Like, I wouldn't look at that and go, okay, that's oh, the Mars the Volta. Mars Volta. No, it's the inside of their first album cover. So. You know what, dude? When you get home today, when yeah. you have the girlfriend, I don't have my phone. Will yeah. you, dude, take a picture of that and tweet that out so people can see it. <laughs> All right. You don't want me to take my shirt off and you start taking pictures? You don't feel like that's the way to do it? No, I feel like Lamar Sharp's <laughs> going to show up and arrest us both. I feel like we're doing something wrong. They're very much, look at me, look at me, look how good of a guitar player I am. I'm going to play it all weird. Yeah, they're a little noodly. It's brand new at the drive-in, governed by Contagions. Man, now he's doing his best, the best Zach De La Rocha there. Was that a woman's eating her newborn underneath the track? Dude, all sorts of weird stuff in this band. This is going to make me go back and listen to their first two albums now. He also sounds like... He sounds like the singer that was in... And again, this band only had one minor hit. It kind of sound they kind of sound like middle class rut a little bit. Remember mm-hmm. that band? I loved that middle class rut album was so good. Governed by contagions. Governed by contagions. That's uh, brand new at the drive-in. Phantom was basically like shaved, like bobbing his head throughout that it. whole thing. So I have a feeling I know your take, but go ahead and make it official for me. Not a turd. A very talented band. Um, honestly, they are talented. It, 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 it sounds like what I wanted it to sound like. I was a little concerned of like, oh, dude, new music. First time in over a decade. Is it just going to be like them trying something new? No, that sounded like it very much could have been on their first album, Relationship of Command. And uh, thumbs up to it. I'm, I'm definitely going to buy that new album. I feel like our listener on Twitter, who has written in Dustin, Dustin Board, I believe is his name, has hit the nail on the head with it. He says it's not a radio hit, but I like it, and I and I'm going to steal his answer. I don't think it'd be a hit on the radio, but I do like it and would listen to it in my house. So I'm going to say not a turd on this. Not a turd. Yay! It's brand new at the drive-in on New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. One more reminder tonight: Fantone and I both plan on attending. Uh, it's uh, Buzzbin Fourth and Cleveland downtown. They have Hulk Hogan's. Micro Championship Wrestling. It's midget wrestling inside of Busman. The show starts at 8 o'clock this evening. We, uh, we will be there in attendance. I can't wait to see it. If you're unable to make it, I believe if they're all right with it. I believe I'm going to uh, charge the cell phone and maybe we'll get a little Facebook Live video of uh, inside Busman for the nice. mi- for the Micro Championship Wrestling. But uh, that's going on tonight at Busman 4th in Cleveland. If you guys want to come out, it'd be cool to see you, hang out, have a few beers with uh, the people listening to the program. Aside from that, we are done. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106. 
Eisenstein. Have a great afternoon. See you.